One, two, one, two. Mike check. Happy President's Day to everybody out there, each and one of you. Familia, we consider you family. Welcome to the Blockout Podcast. My name's ODM, one half of that lighter shade of brown. Your daddy's favorite rapper, your mama's favorite DJ. Hey. <laughs> Sick ass fool. What's up? I'm your boy, Money Moons, a.k.a. Dinero Luna. What's up? Passing it over to moi, Crystal Perez, a.k.a. La Blackiana. La Blackiana! And welcome to the Blockout Podcast, man. We're ready to get it in, man. I'm so excited for today's guest because, you know, he he accepted uh, willingly um, without any, you know, runarounds or whatnot, man. He was just like, oh, I got you, man. Just send me the date. And I got an album dropping and perfect opportunity to promote it because it's going hot right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up. Rapper, act. We got Mr. Criminal in the building. Hey, hey Wes, Wes, right. Wes, what's, what's up, big homie? Appreciate you coming through, my dog. Man, it's an honor, homie. It's overdue. That's right. So you pulled up, man. He was like, damn, I don't know y'all was doing this in here. Hot box is like a hot box. He was like, man, I was out in the car getting it in. Yeah, this feels like home, homie. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So get into it, man. Let's get into this weekend real quick. You know, I, I dipped out. I had a little family trip to the mountains, man. Took my son for my son's seventh birthday, Elijah. We went up to Lake Arrowhead, got some snow in, you know. I seen that little it? sledding. I seen you on the ground sledding down the hill. Oh, bro. I'm, I, like, I, I'm like, dog, my dog, oh, gonna hurt himself? I mean, you know, I, I, I trust me, I was hesitant, bro. Because my son got up there and he was doing like 150 miles an hour, bro, on that shit. I was like, there's no way, but I got to do it for the vlog. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> RVG fan, I was like, let me get on there. So, you know, plus, I, you know, how, how am I going to look not doing it, you know, if daddy doesn't get up there on there? So, but it was, it was dope, man. We had a little cool little cabin out there, man, a little cabin spot. And, you know, uh, a few days just for the weekend. And, you know, wifey got some time. You know, shout out to the other guitarists out there, you know, Gabriel and Katrina and their family. And we just did it up, man. But while I was gone, I know you guys were holding it down right in the P-Town, right? Uh, yeah, we went to uh, the industry mixer for JR and the crew. Hey. The whole right. blockout squad. Yeah, shout showed out to them. Up. They showed yeah. love. We pulled up. By the way, Jr. was like, you know, he recognized this. Yeah. So he just showed us love, brought us in, did what we had to do, and we were out. That's what's up. So yeah. talk about some of the artists. I know we got some interviews coming this week, right? Maya May. Hey, is that's it Maya or Mia? Mia May. Sorry. Is it Mia May? Mia, Mia. That's Baby <laughs> no, Bass's right. artist, right? Yep, Mia May, aka Brownie. She was super dope to talk to. She uses. She's running with that Brownie, huh? Yeah. I'm about to I shoot her some earrings, it. yo. I that thought that dope. was her name originally, so. That's, that's what's up. I'm getting it confused, but yeah, you're right. You know that's what we call the lighter shade of brownies, the brownie, right? <laughs> I'm out to, man, I should have, man, should have, I'm going to send that in the mail. Baby Bash, we got you, Some man. Brownie. Making the brownies. <laughs> Who else was out there, though? Uh, Shit, I, I linked it with American Cholo. Hey, what's up, Gil? Yo, he told me to tell, oh, what's up, and his wife said to tell him, tell you what's up, too. Oh, man, she she cooked the bomb-ass wings, she man. Said, tell, oh, I American missed him. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'll let him know. Hey, Gil, we got to get American Cholo on the podcast, indeed, for sure, man. But I appreciate you guys got some good content, man. We'll be oh, airing yeah. some of that this week on the Blockout channel as well. Let's talk Let's talk to my man right here, Mr. Criminal. Thanks for coming through, my G. I mean, I mean first thing that pops up, we ain't really spoke um, forever in a day, man, yeah. you know, uh, followed your career, you know, um, obviously, you know, my background, 
I think when I first met you, bro, it was uh, around uh, 2000, 2001. I think we was uh, you was recording at his little studio, a live magazine in yes, Riverside. Yes, so shout sir. out to Bobby and David. Yeah, yes, sir. Shout out to Bobby and David. But before that, you might not remember, I was posted with uh, DWTX, rest in peace, and DJ Fabe up in the hills at his brother's crib. And you pulled up one day, we were right there recording. In the hills? Yes, sir. Up who, in the hills. Who, was, whose crib? It was uh, DJ Fabe's brother. I forget his older. Uh, he did all the mastering back in the days, had long hair. Joe oh, Joe Green. Joe, Joe Green. Joe Green. There you go, yeah. there you go, there you go. No, 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 no. That's Joe Little Green. Yeah. That's another brother's name. Are you talking about Victor? Victor. Victor, shout Victor. out to Victor. Yeah, Shouts they're musical the family. In the backyard. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, uh -huh. see, I, damn. That okay. big real to real in the living room. That yeah. big real to real and all that, like big old studio in there. Yeah. No shit. And you had pulled up right there and low key. I was like, oh shit, that's all the lighter shit brown. You that's know? what's <laughs> up. And D was already there then. Oh, DWTX. Yeah, DWTX was recording and I, I pulled up MC Fern, uh, DWTX, Fabe, uh, I think Lil Sicko and Blackie and them were there. Right, right, right. That whole little crew. So now, what what made you? How, how'd you end up in Riverside? Then let, let, let's go there. So then. I moved from uh, L.A. to Riverside back and forth when I was a little kid. So like back and forth, you know, my mom was uh, having some struggles. Yeah, and she was with with the dude that lived in in the IE. And okay. we, were, we were in L.A. We were like Southeast L.A. Yeah. Bouncing all around Whittier, uh, East L.A., uh, all over the place. La Puente, right. Juana, Pomona, all the way down to the SUV. Yeah. And uh, there was a time where she settled with this dude. And we ended up moving, moving in with him. And, uh, you know, he took care of things and he did, did things right. But, of course, you know, things hit ahead and they didn't really get along for sure. a while. So we moved back to L.A. You have siblings? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got, I got three. So all three of y'all moved mm -hmm. with, with nah, moms? Well, well, I'm the youngest. I'm 10 years younger. Okay. So there was a moment when we moved out here, my, my, my brothers and sisters were like, fuck that, I'm staying out here. We're, we're staying in L.A., you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not going I was out a little there. Coward. I was six, seven years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, you so had no choice. Ten years old the second time we moved back, so I ain't got no fucking choice. So you were ten when you moved to the Inland Empire? Yeah, nah, I was like six or seven the first oh, time. Okay, okay. And we moved back, and then we came back when I was like 10 or 11. Got it, man. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the IE versus L.A.? It's my second home. Hello, <laughs> let's right. go. It's all, it's all love. It's all love. Back and forth my whole life, so. Exactly. That's what's up. That's what it is, you know? So. Exactly. So did you? Because I know earlier on, man, in gang gang life, bro. I know you. You know you did. You did some time. And did you start getting in trouble out here, or was it more in L.A. or was it both? Back Anywhere and you were. So so the thing was, all my homeboys were in L.A. So like I I had homies out here that I went to school with, like out here. But like a lot of my homeboys were out there. So at the end of the day, like they come pick me up. I go hit the block. I wouldn't come home for a couple couple weeks at a time, month at a time, stay on the run three months at a time. By the time I hit 18, I did nine, nine different times I was in locked up. So spending half of my juvenile life awarded in the state incarcerated, it was like, where was my home? It was like a, a yeah. home was on the streets, maybe in my homeboy's Cadillac, maybe in my homeboy's grandpa's fucking back garage. You yeah, know? anywhere it you can get no in. It wasn't real home, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, we were struggling so fucking much. My mom, at one point in my life, uh, you know, we were going through so much that even if I went home, it wasn't home. You feel me? My mom was working. She was grinding, doing her thing. Sure. So, so was, she didn't really have that, that quality of time with you then? Nah, because my, Cause my, she my was real pops to... bounced when I was young. Yeah, I got you. I feel so, you. So, so that shit became like... That's common in the Mexican yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Straight up. And, and so, mom's held it down. She had to do what she, she had to she do. She did her thing, but the streets, the streets were always there, too. You know? Streets were always there. I would find that a lot of uh, situations like that. You know, mm -hmm. kids fall so, to the streets. So to make a long story short... Yeah. I'd have homes both ways. So, like, my homeboys in the streets, when I come back over here, like, my homeboy Ruben, rest in peace, I'll be fucking around three, four weeks in the streets. I, I'm my homeboys, Creepy Demons, Shy Boys, like, all my different homeboys are from my neighborhood. Yeah. And I'll, I'll fuck up so much, I'll be, I wouldn't want to go home. So I'll come back, test it down over here, and I'll be like, hey, what's up? 
go to my homeboy room, stay there for a week, two weeks, and then I ease my way back into the crib. Oh, I got you. That's the way it used to be. <laughs> so it was like a little, kind of like a hideout, hideaway yeah, this way? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, the best of both worlds right there, yeah. my G. It was cool because I grew up real early, and to be honest with you, a lot of my, I was doing so much bad shit as a young kid. I got it out of my system early. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of my homies and shit, they weren't able to get out like that. They had parents. They were supposed to be playing like ball, and they were like expected to go to school. And you got some size on them. Did you play ball though? Nah, I never played. I've gotten too much trouble. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. I couldn't I couldn't stay straight in anything. I did was you, fucking getting kicked out of everything. Did you go to school out here in the IE at all? Yeah, a little bit in, in between, but I was kicked out of everywhere. Everywhere I went, I got expelled. I, I went to an mm. elementary called Mission Bell Elementary. Okay. Then I went to uh, Mariloma Middle. I was the first person to get expelled, detention, and uh, expulsion from that motherfucker. Shit. Yeah, and then after that, was all juvenile halls and shit and yeah. continuations. What was you doing that created so much fucking <laughs> expulsion? Everything. Beating on motherfuckers? Hey, Let me know. ask you something. Did you ever get sweated? Because I know being from L.A. and mm -hmm. fools knew you from L.A. Mm -hmm. this way yeah. was a territorial thing. It used to be a lot of tension, to yeah. be honest with you. Not just with homies from IE, with, with all kinds of different areas and yeah. homies from different places. Cause I'm, I'm a dude that's tall, I stand out, sure. I used to dress hella big. I, I used to uh, you know, be you wearing the solo color. jeans. I was, <laughs> nah, I, was, I was on the Ben Davis on the real shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, the yeah. Ben Davis. Yeah, all creased up, size 55 shit. Like yeah. That. yeah. 56s. <laughs> Yeah. I remember moving, man, when I was grew up in Orange County, bro. I moved out to the Inland Empire in like fucking 89, 90. And, you know, it was my sophomore year. It was, again, it wasn't, I moved with the family, you know what I'm saying? So I grew up in Santana right there. Shout out to everybody OC. That's right. And uh, moved out this way. But, you know, it was like when I, it was a culture shock for me as well, you know, because at that time there was hardly any Mexicanos out this way. I mean, they were there. There was, you had a few different barrios, but. Um, at the school, we were just kind of, we weren't the majority. It was yeah. all cavachos, the sports jocks, and then, and then the blacks were like this much, you yeah. know. So, but then slowly but surely, everybody started migrating from L.A. this way, yeah. from, from, from O.C. out this way. And all my homies ended up. And when I moved out, like, that's what I was going to ask you. Did the homies from L.A. ever say, oh, fool, you moving out? Are you, you moving out to Riverside? Or was that nah, a thing? You know, like, the homies used to pull trying up. to clown and shit? Nah, they used to pull up and they used to be Club Metro. So the homies, yeah. the homies would pull, me, pull up and pick me up and shit, and then we'd be like, go fuck around out there. So they would just come out and just cause a ruckus. And it, wasn't no, it wasn't no shit like that. I yeah. think back in the days, to be honest with you, just to highlight that, you know, about any tensions, that would be like a blanketed thing, like people tripping on each other. Yeah. I, I've always prided myself in being a people person. I'm hella cool. I, like, I, I get along with a lot of people, so that ain't never been a problem for me. I, yeah. I, could, I could go anywhere. Like, I could cross any line, any, any train tracks, anything, and I always get love since I was a kid. That's what's Sick. up. At what point did you, um, did you write your first rap, man, or did you start freestyling first? When I was 13 years old in isolation in East Lake Juvenile Hall. Ooh. Talk about that, because mm. I think do I think you was in there for a minute, right? Yeah, I was in all kinds of juvenile halls. I was in East Lake, I was in Silmar, I was in Los Padrinos, I was in uh, Riverside, and they almost shipped my ass to Indio one time, but I asked Miss Doyce to fucking not let me go in. Miss who? Miss Doyce? Yeah, she was the one that ran the whole juvenile hall system in Riverside. Oh, shout out to Miss Doyce. <laughs> <laughs> I seen her so damn much. I begged her, I said, please don't send me, man. My mom can't drive with the fuck out there. And that was it. <laughs> She said, keep this dude right here. He just kicked the freestyle for her, put her name in it, and was like, know. what's up, Miss Boyce? It must have been that people person I speak on. Miss was down. That shit worked out. That's what's up. So 13 years old, man, learning the rap game. Who was you bumping at that time? Do you remember? Shit, a lot of, uh, a lot of Brother Lynch hung, a lot of Sebo Spice one. Ooh, Bay Area. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of underground, mm. say a lot of underground California rap. Like, I, I prided myself in, like, supporting people that weren't, like, on the radio, that, that were more, like, in the streets and shit. Sure. You know? 
Shit you can relate to Yeah shit I can relate to You know that but you, Brother Hens you, you Yeah I used to listen back in Yeah I was on the underground tip You know yeah. yeah I mean I bumped everything At yeah. the end of the day I keep it real When I'm on When I'm on podcasts And interviews They ask me all the time yeah. I'm not just gonna say it. I'm not gonna keep it fake You know what I'm saying I used to say proper Those ODM Lighter Shade of Brown My yeah. homeboy Double TX that was what raised me and inspired me to do what I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was a little bit of all worlds, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. appreciate that, no doubt. I mean, I remember my primo, man, when we was, again, this was probably earlier. I don't know when 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 year you graduated or whatnot, but, like, for me, it was 91. So mm-hmm. we were bumping, like, my primo was heavy into the bass shit. Spice yeah. One, fucking, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, there's a RBL Posse. Yeah, and, they were hard. And, man, dude, I'm like, man, you bumping all this heavy, heavy bass? I go, there's, what about Dre? You know, because I was, like, hardcore, you know, West L.A., Coast. West Coast, Death Road to N.W.A. type shit. And he was yeah. like, man, now you got to listen to this. They speaking real street shit up there in the Bay Area, And the man. beats were so hard. Like, the bass lines were so yeah. hard. Dre was doing a lot of the G-Funk and the Parliament shit, which was dope but it's like you already heard it when you heard the the bears shit it was like uh spice one brother niche they were all like doing custom production so it wasn't they weren't relying on no samples or nothing so i i, I like shit like that but yeah you know, more of the keyboards more the high string the moves more, more originality to keep yeah. it real you know like, that's like so when i got in the game criminal mentality my first album everybody was fucking uh, jacking all these in, in, in old school samples that's what everybody relied on to go to get hot and yeah. just gonna rap. Yeah. I purposely told my homeboy Capone, I said, fuck that. All my shit's original. If I get cracking, it's because my shit's cracking. I don't wanna rely on no old ass beats. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Respect, honestly. Yeah. Cause early 90s, and what's crazy, that sound is coming back now, right, yeah. dog? Everybody just yeah. sampling like the everyone, shit yeah, out of it. Everyone's sampling right now, dog. But it's like it's a guaranteed hit because it, right. it was already a good song. You well, know what I mean? That's yeah. a question, though. Do you think that um, it's easier to get away? What I mean by that now is. Uh, Unless you're stream getting, I wouldn't say selling, but nowadays it's more streaming millions of fucking, you can get away with using somebody's sample without having to fucking really yeah. break them off, right? Or What I was told by, uh, you know, you probably know him, Demizzle that used to run Power 106. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were working in the studio. He had like a big ass studio out there, uh, Santa Barbara at one point. And he was like, I was worried about it because he was trying to put a sample on one of my tracks. And I've always been against that. Mm. You know, I was always even told, like, at my old label, we used to be distributed through Universal at one point. So they were hella strict on that. We weren't doing no, no, no street shit. You know, everything was like real, real, real thorough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I was hella worried about that because I really liked the song. And he's like, look, criminal, I'm going to tell you, I've been in this game so long. He's like... If they come for you and we have a problem and they bring this shit up in court, it's because you're selling millions of records with yep. that shit, and then we yeah. then we have a good problem. Yeah, so exactly. then we'll deal with the thing. We'll and cut the motherfuckers a check. Cut them a check. Yeah. CTC, motherfucker. Then I, I understood it, and I was like, okay, I understand that shit. Yeah, definitely, bro. Because I remember, man, when we were sampling, it was like, why would I motherfucker publish it? Well, you want to sample Smokey Robinson? You want to sample, you know, the Crystal Blue Persuasion and all this and that? They take all that. There's your money. I was like, fuck, Bubba. Did we, did we ever turn off that? Was it the the refrigerator? What was on? Or we have to leave that on because there's hot box in here. <laughs> something on the fridge or something. I think it's the it's this fridge right here. I think that's our white noise. Bubba's like, you turn my shit off, bro. You got the <laughs> we good. They break you by. <laughs> That's all. I'm trying to hear my man, but we we good, man. Um, Try to talk closer. But, but samples, yeah, bro. That that was the shit, and it just all went away, and everybody was just on that original shit. Cause I said, bro, we didn't turn off everything, did we? Like, and I, and we, I, we really, I appreciate everybody's way and the craft that they stepped to the game. But that, I guess that was a little bit of my 
my uh, confidence coming in the game because I was so confident that I was going to be the best artist. And you know, any any MC, they come sure. in the game, they're like, shit, I'm Well, every be, rapper has an I'm, ego. Yeah, I'm going to be better than everybody that came yep. before me, right? That's, yep. that's everybody's idea. So, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you come across that type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't seem like the type that, just, I mean, number one, if, if you're hesitant to get on, you shouldn't be on. It ain't your time yet. Yeah. You shouldn't be on the mic you right be now. Because you're going to get fucking yeah. eaten up by whoever's Straight on the other side. And I used to love that about hip hop, bro. You know oh, what it yeah. is, dog. Oh, yeah, I mean, dog. Being the ciphers and fuck, I battle any bro. We drop <laughs> albums, bro. I don't give a fuck. I be in Texas, you know, with hit records. I still be on the fucking ground. Like, what's up, fool? Like, you know, I still spit. That's it. And, and I mean, I would end my rap with a fucking you know contract. You know, what I'm saying, but <laughs> that's how. Like, that's, but that's what it is. But you know, it, that's, that's hip hop. That's what it is, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever been in any rap battles? I mean, uh, after the fact, when you when you when you drop music or anybody Not try after to after that, my, my my battles, my legendary battles that I remember were in the neighborhoods, like in the Vatos back in the days in the streets. Yeah, you used to sing like back rap at backyard parties, right? All the time. Yeah, my homeboys yeah. used to always put me on my blast. And then nine times out of ten, we get into a fight or some fucking bullshit shootout or someone gets stabbed before the end too, because it's all gangbanging shit. That's motherfuckers crazy. be like, my homeboy could rap, my homeboy could rap, and then somebody else is homie, and they just, you know, I'm gonna keep it 1,000. Nine times out of ten, I ate motherfuckers up back there, so yeah. people start getting pissed. You're real pissed off. Yeah, because I was kind of stick with it even back then. <laughs> you um, when you doing all the whole time and stuff, and you actually beat a case right before you met Mr. Capone, right? Sir. Talk about that real quick. Well, those haven't heard that story because that kind of was like your gateway into the industry. That was the the breakthrough moment that almost changed my life. Almost, it was like as they say, the fork in the road. Yeah. That was a fork in the road for me. So I was facing 11 years. Shit, they used to say that shit in front of me every court case. It was like 11 years, nine months. And when I was uh, 17, about to be 18. Right, baby? So my girl right here, uh, she's been with me since I was in fifth grade. Okay. So she, That's what's she, up. She, Loyal to the soil. Yeah, we, we, we had our first baby when I was 15. So through my whole court cases, being locked up, she was there through it all. I mean, talking about the shit that I motherfuckers rap about don't really live tech nice uzis all that shit she could be a witness i used to be like here put this shit in your drawer because i was running from cops and she used to live in front of the park and i didn't get along with motherfuckers right there you know so right right I used right to be chasing motherfuckers with tech nines all that shit and then go chill with her you know so damn Sheesh. so uh yeah shout out to my gang, gang. Back sounds then. like a movie man <laughs> yeah nah but for Dude. reals but but on some humble shit there was a moment in my life where that was really my life you know and and, and i'm trying to steer people away from that but when I was facing that 11 years, nine months, I remember James T. Warren, the judge, because I used to fucking face him so much. And uh, I remember my wife brought my baby to the court yeah. one day, and my mother-in-law now, she wasn't my mother-in-law then, and my mom. And they were all right there supporting, because I was supposed to go for 11 years, nine months. Yeah, yeah. And that judge looked at me and looked at my baby. Y'all stood up. They were about to take me. The bailiff was putting me handcuffs on me. And he says, if I see you one more time in my courtroom... I'm going to give you everything plus them, everything that I could possibly get. Yeah, double, triple. This is the last time I want to see you in my motherfucking courtroom, just like that. Yeah. Because you was already time that motherfucker saw yeah, me yeah. in that courtroom. <laughs> he learned that day. I don't know what it was. Something clicked. Having my baby, having my father leave me as a youngster. Like I was like, man, I don't want that to happen to me. How no. old was your baby at the time? Or he was, was just born. So that changed yeah. the whole. Kids will born, do yeah. that, bro. Kids <laughs> will do that. As a matter of fact, when I, uh, they had put the cuffs on me and the bailiff was taking me away, my wife kissed me, my mom gave me a hug, all that. And my baby was like uh, standing up. I remember he was a little wobbly legs because he was, you know, baby. <laughs> and the judge was looking. And that's when he made his decision. Oh, it was because your baby was in the court that yeah. definitely helped the situation I, I, out. I think I think the judge was giving me. He had a good heart. Me like a, that judge dealt with me for for so many years, so I think he was like, 
I don't want your son to end up like you did. Because he saw you grow chance. up. Yeah, yeah. 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 On some shit yeah. like that. Man, that's, shout out to him, yeah. man. That's it's crazy. Love. I'm going to keep it real. One time, me and my homeboy, rest in peace, Ruben, and my, my other homeboy, Roger, we were rolling around robbing people. And we saw him. And I swear to God, homie. I was you saw like, the judge? Yeah, I saw him. We were in the middle of robbing cats. Hmm. And I was in the middle. I had just, like, robbed three people. And uh, I was, like, getting more and more violent as we were going. And I saw that fool. And I was, like, I remember thinking, like, in a moment, in my mind, like, this motherfucker used to lock me up. And then in another moment of my mind, that good heart of me came and I was like, that fool gave me a pass. Yeah. I looked at him like I didn't even see the motherfucker. He kept going. That was the only thing. That was it. This was already after the fact that he that he let you go the last time. I was time? still fucking up. And you was already still, still oh yeah, shit. I was still man. fucking up. But 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 that was just a moment where I had a slip and, and, and I changed. So I remember I was I was drinking heavy, me and my homeboys were just drinking and yeah. you know, all these bad things come out of that. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you finally beat that case and and you, you're on you got your little baby boy now and your beautiful wife and now you're on to uh man now you, now you meet uh, Mr. Capone at a car show mm-hmm. and then you guys link was it a one was it a one hour link was it I mean what, a deal what kind of you know what I'm saying like the thing was I manifested that shit to be real with you because Capone I, I, was signing mm-hmm. motherfuckers back in the day bro I mean yeah, after he came know. through the bachelor's pad yeah. we did his shit it was. Snapper, it was one after another. Yeah, I was a, I was the second artist that he brought to the label after Snapper. I was a, the third official release on High Power, other than Compton. You never came back, came to the Bachelor's Pad on where we did Sound nah, I heard all the stories. I was, oh, okay. I was locked up. Oh, locked okay, up. that's what it was. So the thing was, my homeboy Shabu used to go with Capone to your studio and all this shit. Yeah. So he would write me in jail, like, hey, fool, when you get out, I'm going to introduce shit. you. So God. I would tell people, hey, homie, when I get out, I'm going to get signed to this label and be claiming that shit. That's and crazy. And I manifested that motherfucker. Yeah. As soon as I met him, he was like, hey, homie, I remember when I I first met Capone was at the San Bernardino Car Show. Again, I'm going to tell you another story where my life almost went two different directions. Spit it. So uh, my homeboys picked me up again. That same Tech 9 was at, at my wife's pad back, back in the days. And yeah. that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Like back in the days, we used to be prepared for whatever. We had sure. you know, issues with people, you know? Yep. And uh, my homeboy had a badass fucking cutlass on D's. And uh, he went to swoop me up. And I remember I was all banged out, big-ass fucking jersey, big-ass fucking Levi's creased up, all that shit. Just standing out, just raising my hands for attention, right? And I had this big-ass Tech 9 on me. And my homeboy's like, you ain't getting in my car with that shit. Yeah. I've been sweated too much. We're going to get pulled over. They're going to pull my shit apart. And I'm just over there talking shit. Like, come on, fool, stop being a bitch. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to get in with this shit. Yeah. Arguing for five minutes. I go put that shit back. We hit the fucking exit. As soon as we get off the exit, homie, we got the fucking cops behind us, call for backup. Three cop cars are fucking on us, tearing that shit up, tearing us. Search everything except for our goddamn asshole, straight up. And at the end of the day, that would have been the end of it. And this was, was on the way to meeting Mr. Gaboni. To meet that night. Shit. Yeah. Wasn't this, what, what, what state was this? What, what? That was right here. San Bernardino. Oh, the San Bernardino. Yeah. I missed that. Okay. Damn. Right ain't back I. in the days. And then there was a shootout right there. So I was mad at my homeboy because then we got in a fucking shootout and my, I didn't have nothing to fucking protect myself. And yeah. People were busting at us trying to run us over and shit. In retrospect, looking back at that day, that time, would you have done anything different? Like, or would you have, some people say, I, I don't regret shit. Or some people like, maybe, um. Um, well, obviously you did the right thing. I guess what I'm saying just during that time, bro, if, 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 the cliche question is, if you could tell yourself something back then, what would you tell yourself? Like right now, what would you tell your young It ain't self? worth it. It ain't worth Keep it. Keep my ass inside. Stay in school. Yeah. Yeah, all that shit wasn't worth it. I wasted a lot of time, and by the grace of God, I'm here because a lot of my homeboys, a lot of my good, good, good homeboys that were in the trenches with me, yeah. no longer here, rest in peace, or the fucking life, life sentences. Yeah, I don't have no, no more homeboys. My good homeboys, my my homies. I got a lot of homies, but the people I grew up with, they're not here no more. Not here no more. Mm-hmm. Either dead or in jail. I got a couple, but they're still 
they're still on, like like one of my homeboys fire. He just beat. He was doing uh, ten years for some shit, and then my homeboy Icky, you know, due to coronavirus and all that, they started letting lifers go. Yeah. So my homeboy Icky, uh, you know, he killed someone and had a life sentence. They let him go though, thanks by the grace of God. Mm. And now he's not he's not fucking up. He's a productive member of society. He has his own construction co- company. He okay. just bought a house in Las Vegas. Hell yeah. Got married, so he's doing his thing. So he kind of had an open eye experience as well, too, man. The same thing for my homeboy Pye. He did 10 years right now. He's doing good. He got got a crib in North Hollywood. My homeboy Droopy, uh, shout out to him. I was supporting him the whole time. Back and forth, how he used to support me when I was locked up. Sending him shit when he was, like, locked up and shit. Now he's doing good. Got his own electrical company. So, you know, my homeboys are bossing up. That's good, man. It's like you said, you got it out of your system, like, really early so that you were able to kind of build this lifestyle for yourself afterwards just free of any yeah well, i feel threat. like i feel like at the end of the day i went through all this for a reason yeah and and, and, and i truly feel like my life's a testimony I, I was raised in a god-fearing home so i know the right from wrong and i've always known that and whether i went any path i went i always mm-hmm. known what what god expects out of me you know what yeah. I'm saying? so mm-hmm. I, I truly feel that so that's just god after learning your learning experience well having your learning experience your eye opening you know with the baby and everything and and just because uh, some cats don't they, they don't get out of it bro they don't live that gangbang life you know what I'm saying they they stay there and there's, there's fools that I know that still ain't been out the body you know mm-hmm. what I mean they still ain't been nowhere outside of that and they're just there yeah you know and, and they just they're happy with that you know and, and no disrespect it's just it is what it is they don't know zone. no other they don't know no other but you actually um, once you started coming out with music though um, and, and I goes back to what I was asking what would you tell your younger self your music actually uh, your your beginning music, or how do I say what I'm trying to say? When you first started writing your first uh, couple of songs, whatever, it was all about gangbang shit, right? But then you realized uh, at some point, fools are coming up to you in different videos from different states, right? Yeah, hitting you up saying, "Hey, dog, hey, I just smoked some food the other day," and then yeah. you just kind of had another uh, eye-opening experience. Yeah, I got tired of that shit. Honestly, it was like, uh, like I said, I got I got a conscience, and everybody does. Yeah, I don't know who would be cool with hearing that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. What kind of super thug ass fucking motherfuckers out there that likes to be like that? I don't, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, that shit didn't sit right with me, and I started figuring out ways to be real and authentic because my music's always been authentic and real. Everything I spit about is what I've been living at that moment in my life, every single album. Yeah. So like I said, I got in the game 18 years old. That's criminal mentality. Yeah. Organized Crime was my second album because I started bossing up. Third album was Sounds of Crime. It was just, it was just like a level up, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I, it's all about it's all about educating and uplifting people. In my in my mind, like I'm I'm trying really hard to just level up and let that shit go. When you when like how could I say when you have when you have a uh, shit that you've done in the past, the best way I could put it, in your heart is is seeking redemption. Mm. You, you truly, truly, truly try to find ways to to get there. You know what I'm saying? What I know every album is dope. What's the dopest album you ever wrote? Would it be Redemption? Shit, most meaningful. I'd have to say uh, most meaningful album that I've ever put out. Fuck, that's that's a hard one. Because I remember when I did the Shut Your Album, I mean, off topic, it was my first solo one, my only one. Like, I was on cocaine half of the fucking album, but I, I wrote my best shit on that yeah. shit, but I was by myself, dog. That's what I'm yeah. fucking with Fingers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Fingers, and he produced that whole shit, but, like, that was my most, one of my most, mean, mean, because, you know, I was going through some shit, you know, mentally, obviously. You know what? I'd have to say the my best shit is not released yet. It's on my new mm. shit. It's going to be called God Got Me. That's my new album. And it's my most meaningful album. And when you guys hear it, when I talk about this testimony in my life, yeah. it's the deepest shit I've ever wrote. All the other shit I've wrote was like a surface level. This is like criminal giving you my soul. You know okay, what I'm saying? that's so dope. That's why I named it God Got Me. More personal then. It's, it's hella deep. 
and and touch some souls out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the album right now. You just got out, man. You just dropped, man. And um, it, this is the Gangsta Love, right? Yes, sir. Gangsta Love. And let's talk about this album, man, because I see Wifey on the cover. <laughs> I see y'all up in fucking Mexico doing the biggest <laughs> yeah, shit. What you going for? Cancun, Cabo? What was it? That was uh, Isla Mujeres in the, in the photo. Hey, Fools was coming up to you, though, man. I saw that in the video. Yeah, they was like, Fools out there selling shit, but they were... They, they, do you think that uh, you get noticed more for your for your music or for now more so after you on the screen, bro? Man, my wife's with me everywhere we go. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I feel like I need a mask now because everywhere we go, I can't step on my fucking foot out the car. It's like people know me everywhere. But there was a moment where I was getting upset. But like just yesterday, we went somewhere. I was like everybody walking in, walking out, taking pictures of me, everything. I went to the store, same thing. It's like in one day period, yeah, like 10, 15 people, right? I just told my kids, my kids are looking and shit. I'm like, man, because they, they see I used to get annoyed and shit. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm just a neighborhood homie. Just embrace this shit. Give a fuck. You know, yeah, it is yeah, what yeah. it is. Like, fuck all that ego shit. It don't, it don't mean shit. So you was on like some like, don't fuck with me right now. No, no, I never, family never, meeting, never, you know, never, eating never. with my family right now. I've never done that. I've never been that, that asshole. It just, after, it's happened so much. Yeah. Sometimes like, homie, like, I, I, can I fucking eat? Can I chill and yeah. work out? Like, literally, I'm on, I'm on the treadmill sweating and motherfucker coming. Hey, homie, I bumped your shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Homie, can I take a picture? I'm like, come on, dog. I'm in the middle of fucking sweating right now. Yeah. Getting my yeah. shit. Like, yeah. come on, homie. He gets the fucking treadmill yeah, right next dog, to you. Like, hey, dog, <laughs> check yeah, it out. Yeah. Damn. Fucking his creeper out there. You don't get no privacy or nothing. Yeah, you get some crazy shit. And that shit definitely has went crazier. After after the acting, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, because you you've done a couple of movie roles. Yeah, would you say you blew up, like it got bigger when you did Bright, or because that was a pretty big movie? Man, that shit that shit really like leveled everything up. Because at yeah. the same time, when I did Bright, I did my Wiz Khalifa uh, track. My oh single. yeah, I remember when you dropped so that. It was just like a, it was like a double fucking combination. Moment elevated. It was yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever get like backlash for working with black artists? Because I know sometimes the homies like. You know what I'm saying? They be tripping, yeah. like, hey, in homie. The very beginning, in the very beginning, but the people that back my, the people that 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 I could say, back me. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna go against that, you know? What I'm yeah. Saying? That's the best thing. And at the end of the day, it's hip hop, bro. Yeah, but uh, I, I push for unity regardless. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of another man's vision of what the fuck they see or whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't let another man. Influence my, so, yeah. my way. I've been programming with homies since I was a kid, since I was in jail, since I moved to Riverside and right. got got along with my homeboys from Westside Project Crips and different shit like that. So right. I, I'm not gonna ever keep that fake. You know? yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. start acting a certain way just because somebody else or because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, what was it like working with uh, Shia LaBeouf, bro, and, and on Tax Collector and Cornell? Man, the, the the moment I walked in. On Shia LaBeouf, I was blown away because David Ayer, the homie, shout out David Ayer, I just talked to him the other day. Um, he was like trying to get me in another movie called Honey Boy. And he's like, he hit me up personally on my DM and was like, yo, uh, give me a call. And I was just at his uh, uh, house a few weeks before that. We're just on some personal shit kicking it. And uh, he's like, I got this movie that, that this uh, Alma Harrell, she's a director. I, she, she's seen pictures of you and I, wanna, I want you to meet her. Yeah. So I went and I was reading with her and there was some girl named FKA Twigs or something like that. And I yeah. did like a, like, a, like a personal read with her and everything was cool. And then at the end, they said they went with a different direction. So, you know, that shit kind of like, fuck, that's Hollywood, right? Mm. Like two months later, they hit me up like, we want you in this movie, right? So I went. And the fucking moment I walked in the room, I remember Shy jumped up and was like, Criminal, what's up, Criminal, Mr. Criminal? I'm like, what the fuck? That's Shy LaBeouf, you know? So I'm, I'm eating, Shy, don't fuck with me. I'm eating. So I walk in, I'm tripping out. And the first thing he says, yo, bro, he's like, 
I, I'm hearing a lot of good things about you. You're starting to make a name for yourself in Hollywood. He's like, you want to do a read? Let's let's shoot the shit. Let's let's do a no quick read. And I was like, wow, like that's fucking crazy. Like I'm about to let's fuck around. So he comes to me and is like, let's read some lines. So we're fucking around reading lines and shit. And then everybody's on set. You know, Cornell's hella cool. All the different homies and shit. We're embracing each other. I fuck with him from the game and you know just knowing him from yeah. being in the game. And then uh, we're outside like maybe like an hour later, and all of a sudden. Uh, Shy starts rapping and he like punches me in my arm like come on fool let's freestyle and we just start freestyling <laughs> I heard he's a yeah, dope ass freestyle yeah. rapping huh yeah he be freestyling so we start rapping and shit and I just remember thinking like fuck I'll never forget you know how sometimes yeah. you do the Instagram shit yeah. and like you start recording and yeah. you might not do it right and then you lose it yeah yeah. I was yeah. getting the whole shit and I was all happy like yeah. fuck yeah me him busting and I went to fucking hit it and I hit the X cause I was all like tripping damn and I was like fuck homie I was like ain't no alright so for the record you get Shy or he gets you on the freestyle I hate that motherfucker yeah. <laughs> Well, I can lie. You know, you know what's dope though? I ain't gonna lie. I remember this shit. And shout out to the homie Conejo. I remember this very clearly. When we were done, I remember like we were sitting there busting. I hit him with a fast flow. Yeah. And I was killing him. I remember David Ayer was in the corner. He had like a Leica camera and he was taking pictures. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear this deep voice coming from the back like, something, something. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, he comes in all slow and Conejo came in and he started like rapping. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he did his thing too. It was pretty you could dope. tell, okay, that's what he loved to do, man. Mm-hmm. I remember when, fuck, where was he at? He had some, like, camera, hidden webcam back in the day on a, a, at a wall on the street. And he was just, I think he was rattling, doing some political shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think it was on some rap shit. Every now and then he busts a rap, whatever. But I used to think, Bob, I thought, well, he was out there, man. Like, yeah. you know, but. And that was know, a big man. thing for me and Cornell to get together on screen because there was a moment where. Oh, I was talking was, about Shia, for the record. Oh, not, yeah, my not bad, Cornell. my bad. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'll speak on that as far as, like, Chicano rap history. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knew that we had a, a, a history of beef at one point. Oh, I didn't so know that. That was pretty dope for us to get get over that and, and squash that shit and stand side by side and work together. I think this that's grown, man, bro. You guys just kind of, like, you know, realize, man, this world is big enough for all of us. Hell, man. yeah. It's not just the whole crabs in the Hell, bucket yeah. mentality. And once we get over that, and I think we've come a long way i was caught catching some of your interviews from four years ago and and you were already on that path like mm-hmm. man there's unity it's, it's always been on that even with the brown and black movement and just just us as a culture bro like you've always seemed in that positive path so that i commend you with that bro i feel like there's more money and you could advance more and just make uh your point more heard if you get together and you know what i'm saying it's like numbers don't lie you know yeah well do you follow any other uh, other podcasts or because t- today's world everything is like a, a podcast interview and, and i'm gonna and keep it real homie instead like, of radio honestly, so I'm much so, i'm so consumed in my hustle every day yeah. to be real with you like not on no cocky shit but i don't yeah. have time i wish i did i wish i did yeah. but i just don't i'm so focused if i'm not uh working on my own shit if i'm not editing i'm work. i got like 13 artists signed on my label so, yeah like i got all different r&b shit. singers different and shit so we got critical working we got a studio to build we got merchandise we got brands to build i got yeah i got i'm leveling up i got yeah. so much investments i got fucking a car business you, do, does criminal have a team underneath him Hell like yeah. that since you crime got family, 13 crime family entertainment let's talk about crime family entertainment How, when, what year did that come about man i started that in 2017 okay cool damn so that's fairly new yeah. about, like, about five about yeah. five years so and how many artists did you start with it was just yourself obviously no, and then i started with a nice handful of a couple handfuls of people but see my mistake was i just started putting people on that were hitting me up that i didn't have personal relationships with mm. they were just hitting me up like yo homie i want to be down i'm like shit i check out this shit they're cool but it's like any type of bitterness i'm gonna keep it real i don't i don't do good with complaints if you're not holding your weight 
why the fuck are you gonna complain if you ain't if you ain't bringing something to the table, right? Because I'm a hard worker, right? So you ain't gonna tell me nothing when I work ten times harder than you. Amen. So anybody Amen. that was coming with that attitude, I was dropping them left and right, chop, 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 like Ginsu, right? Yeah. So that's just what it was, and I and, and we structured and we rebuilt the label on talent instead of just fucking with different cats from different hoods and shit yeah. like that. I, I made a, a conscious effort bringing the homeboy Critical to the team. He's a very, very diverse... Yeah, shout out. What up, Critical? Yeah. Critical. What's cracking? So Riverside, homie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bringing Critical to the team, such a diverse and, and multi-talented uh, producer. I, I seen a vision when I started working with him. I said, you know what? This is my opportunity to really take my label where I want to take it. Now I could really bring in uh, artists and groom them, and, and now I could have something to offer. I have a building, I have a producer, I have an engineer. I could do anything from top to bottom, from concept to market. I could do that for any artist. Yeah. So why why not take advantage and push this shit like we're supposed to? And that's where we're at now. I think that's what's up, bro. Especially because it's your name, it's your brand, it's your idea, and anybody that comes on your late or that you sign should be very uh, lucky and fortunate to be in that situation. And some of them, yeah, like you said, they don't appreciate it and they yeah. don't get the work ethic. It's like any fucking job, you know yeah. what I mean? That's your fucking name at the end yeah. of the day. They're on your label, and if they ain't serious about it, then homie, step to the side because there's a million other motherfuckers out there Straight up. that I can fuck Straight with up. who is on my level. And not only that, that's not even talking about how it was back then with the CDs. Yeah, nowadays it's on some streaming shit like you still got to put in the work but it wasn't like back then where you was backpacking homie you nah, know going poster trunk. to poster you remember that shit with, with the high power day you that's uh, man capone was one of the motherfuckers bro he had everybody just fucking rolling an entourage and i just remember just taking over shit you know yeah. what i'm saying and, and i remember those moments where you guys were on stage and we weren't allowed on stage so we had to figure out ways <laughs> to still maneuver in the yeah. motherfucking shows in the lowrider yeah. keep it real yeah and we'll go out there and i'm just keeping it real we'd be up there seven in the morning putting in that work waking yeah. up early because you had to get in there and set up your booth and all that shit i remember that until we earned the respect from lowrider to get on stage and be able to that's share, right share the i remember spotlight you know what I'm saying? i remember that because capone was always in my ear yo yo hey we're gonna get well you know what man I'm going to get on that motherfucker one way or another. Yeah. ended up, I remember, Arizona Super Show, it wasn't that long ago, but I remember one day I was like, okay, he's up here. Yeah. You know, and us, we we worked hard in terms of, like, our very first album, Brian and Pride, like, we was backpacking the cassettes on Hollywood Boulevard. I just remember those days. But I think we were part of a wave where it just started. Yeah. It was just starting, you know, with Mellow and Frost and yeah. us. It was just, phew, and it just took off. Like, Homies was already into hip-hop, but when they saw one of their own doing it, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, fuck, we on now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that, and along with Radio Airplay, too, that, that kind of helped our situation. You guys were in a key moment because I was in a golden era of, of a position where nobody could ever replicate that shit again and nobody could ever take that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. You guys are the foundation. Yeah, that's what's up. Thank that's you, brother. Fuck. Hell yeah. We got Mr. Criminal in the motherfucking Blackout podcast. Yeah, yeah, Chilling, smoking, we joking. <laughs> Chilling, we grilling. <laughs> what's up, Bubba? Yeah. Where Bubba at? Bubba chilling over there, man. Shout Monday, out to Monday. what we got, bro. We got a little something right there. A little, little shit, boy. Shit, little donation. Shout out to Anthony Brito. Or that Brito? Brito. Criminal dope. Always wanted a criminal Malo Mac album. It's like that. It's like that. Shout out to Malo Mac. That's Riverside right there. Another that was one of my first songs I ever mate. did was "It's Like That." That was with DJ Faber at that house at, at Victor's Crib. Wow. Mm -hmm. I remember we recorded. We didn't even have a booth. They just put a big-ass piece of foam, and it kept falling on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, get this fucking foam away from me. It was just taped on their own. Yeah. Nah, nah, shit. shit kept falling, like, literally off the wall. 
Shout outs to Fabe Love, bro. One of the originators, man. Light of Shade of Brown, our third member. Fabe. He was the first uh, artist on this, uh, or DJ, I should, or guest, I should say, on this podcast. Now I want to ask you a question on your own podcast. Let's as run a, it. As a fan, Let's run I want to know, how come the first Latin active said produced by DJ Fabe, or a lot of, lot of shame provided by DJ Fabe, and then it changed to Jam and James. Was that some label shit, or was that some politics shit? What was that? You know what? That, that's an interesting uh, line you point out, bro, because I've never been asked about that particular I'm a line. Real fan, stop fucking with it me. It was always, <laughs> well, if you notice, because it was always when, when we switched Mexicana yeah. or Chicana to, yeah. to Latina, yeah. when Teardrop rapped, too. So there was other parts of that song got that got switched around. To answer your question, I don't know exactly why, if it was a if it was a Jam and James Fabian thing, because I know that they worked on the record together, together. production-wise. And I'm sure Fabe's got his own story. Man, that would have been dope to bring that shit up back then when we interview, but I don't, I, I don't know, G. So I, as a, I don't as know. As a fan, I want to know who really fucking produced more of it. Call Fabe. Who did, who did more of the production? Let's keep <laughs> yeah. it 1,000. Let's, let's clear the Call air right Fabe. now. You know what I'm wondering? I, I'm wondering if that's when Fabe dipped out from the group because there was a point where Fabe left the group. Yeah, I think And I then maybe Cliff was on some old fuck Fabe shit. I got it. That we'll, makes we'll sense. Take, we'll put James on there since they both did it. And maybe there was a, you know, just... So he, Fabe doesn't have to come, you know, come back sense. and try to. I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing shit in there. Fucking but that was a dope fucking Skip question, dog. Yeah. And remember, we had the first. Uh, it was that. It was that single, and it was a couple other remakes. Like Sunday afternoon had no chorus on it, on the original song. Damn, we had a brand new crowd. Yeah. It was just. Doom. Doom, 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 doom. It was just a hook with nothing on it, man. And then we—that's when we brought Shiro on Latin Actor and Sunday Afternoon repackaged the whole Brown and Proud album and put that shit out. But yeah, dude, that, that was the shit we, you know, that's the shit we had to do back in the days, man. Hell yeah. But that was a dope question, Mr. Criminal here. Shout out to everybody, man. The super chat. If you're on YouTube right here, if you're listening to this on the playback, we are now on Spotify. We are on everywhere, man. Apple Music, all that. Pandora. I heard radio. Yeah. I heard radio. Yeah. Man, what else? Google Park <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, because a lot of y'all was hitting us up, man. Like, hey, man, we can't really watch it, man. You know, when, when I'm at work, so where can I listen to it? Just audio, all those platforms, guys. Go. So please go to subscribe that as well and share this oh, yeah. too, man. We in here, man. We smoking. What's up, hey, man? Yeah, I got a question. What was it like working with Boozy, dog? Boozy was cool as fuck. Uh, we we uh, hit it off real good. He was over here doing some shit with the homie DJ Flip. You know uh -huh. right? And uh, one of the homies hit me up, and they were like, "Yeah, he's doing some shit over here." I'm not usually one to like like hit cast up on features, like go out of my way for it. But uh -huh. I always fuck with Boozy since like yeah. from back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. So I hit him up, and I was like, "Yo, if Boozy want to do a track and a video in the same day, uh -huh. tell him tell him tell him get back, and we're gonna do this." Because I ain't just trying to do a track; I'm trying to do a visual, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's what we did. We ended up doing the track. The next day, I had a crib out in uh, Marina Del Rey. We still got it. It's California Love Studios number one, the original one. Uh -huh. And uh, we pulled up over there, shot the video, went to the marina, shot the fucking video, and made history, man. Made him feel real good. Shot him a couple couple pounds of that crime for the good. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's how we did it. Made Dang. some history. Yeah, that was like a good-ass day. That yeah, was, was cool. We kept it frío. Hell yeah, frío. That was the song. Frío. You, you got two, two recording studios, you said? Yeah, I got... Uh, personal one at the crib we got one in marina del rey out okay. in la for like our la clients and then we got one in riverside what's what's the where that's the warehouse out said that i saw because yeah. i saw you were doing the podcast thing for a minute are you still doing yeah. that or not yeah it's funny you say that i've been uh building up my 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 like assets on it yeah i just want to make sure i have enough and everything like in order before i start yeah and i try to i'm a little bit strategical in my no shit. you got to get it right yeah yeah so yeah i got like about 
Ten of them. I got yeah. a gang of them. Yeah, I saw you. Um, I think it was on with MC8. Man, that shit was really dope. But I just saw this big ass wall like this, man. You know, and yeah, the the mirror on. I go, man, that shit's dope. I go, that motherfucker's in a warehouse. I yeah, said, we've been blessed, dope. man. We've been blessed since uh, you know, for many years. We've been building the brand. It's been an in-house thing. You know, my family, like I said, crime family entertainment consists of me, my wife, my family, my children first, and then it goes to my label and stuff like that, right? So, my wife helped carry it and build a a, a six-figure brand. From our crib, you know what I'm saying? We were doing that shit and running it from the house and ordering and shout out to to the homies printing and we just get shit out and it was hectic. Yeah. And then we brought Critical in and we were doing that shit out of the crib arena. It's a beach house, right? Right. right. And uh, a lot of distractions. It's like a party house, right? So <laughs> lot, it's, it's hard to get shit done right there. So we got to a point where we're like, well, what could we really do to advance this shit and really take this shit serious? Right. Me and my team talked. We we're like, we need, we need more space for the merch. That's a blessing. Critical needs a spot to be just fucking... Knee deep in the music without people running around drunk and fucking around. Hey, we're at the right. beach. You know what nah, I'm saying? Right. Because that's how it is. Too crib, grown right? for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Trust me. That's what the bachelor pet was. We got California Love Number Two, 3,600 square foot studio. Uh, it was a crazy situation. Everybody was turning me down. Everybody, everywhere we were going, critical me. We we're on a sick mission trying to go, and I was being, uh, you know, a little, a little not being forward. You know what I mean? Like uh, we're gonna do like t-shirt printing and not telling them it was a studio and all that, and everybody was shutting us down. Everybody, you know, fuck this critical. I said, I'm gonna tell the next motherfucker exactly what we're doing. I'm Mr. Criminal. I'm doing a motherfucking recording studio. This and this and this. Boom. Oh, so businesses, buildings were shutting yeah, you down. Yeah, they kept shutting me down thinking I was doing t shirt printing. They were like, mm. we're not gonna do that. We don't want that. I was trying to, I thought Mr. Criminal's gonna scare people away, you know? Yeah. I told the first fight, I told critical, we put up to this building. It was like the biggest, sickest, fucking dopest one. I fell in love with it. Yeah. And the people let us go in, everything. How I many square up. foot is that? 3,600. That's yeah, that's my that's my GTA garage. I got like Calm seven down, huh? seven lowriders back there. It's, it's, it's dope. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, shout out to Vadio Star, man. Ie Love from Pure Uncut Records. We back. Oh, we going to link up soon. Salute to Mr. Criminal. What yeah, up, Vadio? Yeah. Hey, what's up, homeboy? I remember. What's up, big homie? Pure Uncut back in the day. Also, uh, Mon Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Uh, Pinchy Mr. Criminal Cuvo. Uh any, any music with Mr. Capone in the future? We'll get to that question. Yeah. But I, I, I thank you guys for the uh, support, by the way. But going back to the, because I'm really interested on this whole, this whole. Compound? Let's go, yeah, the compound <laughs> thing, because we're on there right now. But let's yeah. go back to when you started uh, Crime Family, 2017, I think you yes, said. Yes, sir. And you had the idea to do this. Shout out to Wifey, man, because obviously, uh, you know, you need a partner. It's hard to do everything yourself. That's why I've got my team, man. I got my wife, too. She'd be helping. But it's like, where do you start? If somebody's out there and they're like, okay, number one, I want to be a rapper. There's, there's things. That's another conversation. But if you want to be the label, yeah. if you want to be the CEO of your own shit, mm. at what point do you start? Do you, the LLC? Do you, do you, you know, where, where do you go first? You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to. You know, I know the game's to be sold, not told, but yeah, yeah. But just for the, for the, for the homies coming I think coming it starts up. with talent. It, it starts with talent, it yeah. starts with confidence, and then it starts with having business, business mind. You know, everybody claims they have a label. A lot of people say they're artists, but a lot of people don't have that hustle. That's why a lot of people came on my label and ain't here no more. So I'll say it, it starts with that. It starts with uh, having having your heart in it and then having a team, obviously. You know, those pillow talks late at night, the, the people that believe in you, yeah. the people that push you, the people that you love that you want to be successful for. If you don't have those three, four or five things in order, you're probably not gonna, it's probably not for you. Yeah. At what point do you like uh, put put some of your your workload off off to some other? That's why I asked you earlier. Do you got a team? Because at first you handling it all yourself, mm -hmm. and then it's like now I got to delegate. That's my problem. See, to this day, I've had conversations and meetings with people, very successful people, and they they speak about that delegating and shit. And even critical sees like we'll be at the studio and he tries to. 
do everything clean. I'm like, give me my fucking broom. I'm trying to clean. Like, I don't, I don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. just, I, I don't, I don't feel right being that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, is it because he ain't doing it right? Nah, or you just don't nah, feel nah, right? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it just don't feel right for me to sit there and fucking put my feet up. I even be feeling Hollywood when, when I be having them drive my Mercedes for me and shit, and I'll sit in the back and start smoking. I'm like, this shit don't feel right. Yeah. But yeah. that's the type of white ride it is. You know, got yeah. curtains in the back and all that I shit. I mean, if you ever want to drive your own yeah. shit, want me in the back? Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll yeah. block out team. We'll be hanging yeah, out in the back. We'll smoke some. I love nah, a driver. Nah. It's, just, it's just like trying to be more, uh, a lot of meetings and shit, yeah. trying to be more efficient and like being on the laptop. And of course, you know, I'm trying to smoke it. <laughs> the, the, now, I know you got children. Uh, how old are your kids? My son just, matter of fact, it's funny you asked that. Oh, my, my son's about to turn uh, 24 tomorrow, midnight tonight. Damn, and you got wife, older and my, older and grown. And my, and my wife's birthday hey. is uh, the 22nd, the next day. No oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, 222. So Woo. here, midnight tonight and then and the then 22. is my wife's birthday. Oh, man. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. Pre- happy early birthday. Early so I, got, birthday. I got three. I had my first uh, son when I was 15 years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So all boys and I got I got two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl. My one of my sons is doing hella good right now. He's got uh, all A's except for one B or C or something like in gym just because he ain't changing out. Yeah, yeah. He's doing hella good. I just gave him keys to a, a El Camino on D, so I'm hella hella fucking proud of him. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And then yeah. Uh, my my daughter literally she's in college right now and she's studying like you know doing her thing. She got a four GPA. That's what's right up. On. And then my son, uh, he just got done right now as we speak. He's doing the independent. He's doing a lot of things uh, film-wise. And he just got done filming with the Ontario Police Department for a, a 15, every 15-minute video. Like, you know, trying to, like, save kids' lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so those. They're, they're all doing positive shit. Man. Hell yeah, man. Well, they got a great leader, man. Yeah. Is there ever a point where you decided, like, like, how do you turn it off for family? Like, I know not now because they're older. Or maybe you still do. But when they were younger... Was there ever a point where you said, okay, I'm going to clock out at this time and I'm going to be it's a family? It's funny you say that because uh, my son, uh, my, my original crime lab, where everybody used to come sugar-free, the bone thugs, little flip, everybody pull up from everywhere, all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, that shit was in my crib. I had a two-story crib, and uh, it was in my garage. We converted, like, legit into, like, badass studio, pool table, fucking 150-gallon fish tank, uh, all that shit. But my two boys... Rooms I right saw the flex there. Go ahead. So, so the, the motherfuckers, no, I was proud of that shit. But we used to bang that shit all day. Yeah. So my son's like, I was raised on all the music because there ain't no turn off. It was three, Heard four, it five in, in the morning. He was he was raised on lazy so, so, bones, little flip, all these albums getting recorded in the crib. So they were right there with you then. Yeah, like, right there. They're, they were part of it all. That's why I call this shit crime friendly. That's what's up. My son does all my videos. Yeah. My wife does all the merch. I mean, we, we move as a unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they ever have time to play sports? You know what? We tried. Well, uh, my son was in football. Um, we tried it for a little bit, but it, it just really wasn't for him. When he yeah. picked up a camera, that's when he fell in love. And I saw Damn. that. I felt like I was forcing my dream on him with football. Yeah. And then the shit I wasn't forcing on him. Just one day, hey, you want to come shoot a video? Come check it out. And he was like, fucking never, never yeah. stop. That's what's up, yeah, dude. So it's the things that you don't expect. Yeah, yeah man. Because I got my little seven-year-old. He just turned seven uh, February 15th day after uh um, um, Valentine's Day that's and dope. that's like I'm trying to figure it out yeah like seven so it's like yeah. what does he want to do does he want to play baseball one day he wants to play baseball the next day he wants to play soccer yeah, yeah. now he doesn't want to play soccer anymore. now he wants to play baseball but I'm like you got to figure it out see I didn't start playing sports <laughs> I was like nine years old I was like son you got to figure it out you, Especially, you, gotta figure it out. you, gotta, you better figure that shit out <laughs> yeah. quick because I'm putting money in this shit you know what but I mean and is, that shit costs you guys are leading by example so like you said you tried to kind of push football and it, it wasn't working wasn't but working that was my dream put him into your world though it was like hey you want to check this out yeah and it worked was, out yeah, and then my other son I try to get him into it and he don't want to do shit but video games I'm like here son here's a camera yeah. here's this he's like, that's your youngest fuck all that yeah yeah, yeah for he's, now you I know. try to show him my music he's like looking all like 
like super bored like mm-hmm, like can i get back to my yeah. shit yeah. you gotta get a track in the video game he likes yeah. and then he'll be on it <laughs> like do they realize who their father is like in the limelight like you, you know, know i think i think they do uh everywhere we go like i said it's undeniable like i can't go out of my house without getting like that, that but they just see you as dad though yeah so it's like we go to venice beach like that's that's our backyard for summers we'd be just right there at the beach crib just on our scooters all day and i'm running into all kinds of homies and people it's, it's normal you know? yeah I want to go back to this question because I don't want to forget about the homie. Uh, you talked to Capone at all? Any, any music at all? You, you know, just kind of like mutual? We left on really good terms. You okay. know, a lot of people break up with a lot of fucking beef and all that shit. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. When I was in the movie Bright and I was starting to advance in my career and I was just feeling at a point where I was doing so much because a lot of people don't know this. Between the years of 2010 and 15, yeah. he stopped dropping music. The whole label, a lot of the label left. Yeah. And he came to me and approached me like, I'm not going to be dropping music for a minute. I'm working on big singles and shit like that. He was working on a deal at that time with Cowboys, like trying to do some shit with French Montana. Yeah. So it's building up all these big singles. Yeah. And nobody else was dropping shit. So he's like, I'm going to sign you three albums a year. I need you to bring all this shit. So I was doing so much lifting and so much carrying the label on my back and so much work. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be a point where I was like, okay, cool. I'm getting compensated. I'm like... It was a known fact. Like, everybody was like, damn, homie, you're the most paid. Like, you're going to rap in the game. This fool takes care of you. There's a reason why you don't leave him, right? He was giving me Impalas, Drop Tops, the whole shit, right? So I was getting treated right. But yeah. I was like, I want to start creating some generational wealth for my kids. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But when I approached him with it, I really thought it was going to be sour. I owed him. It was a three-album three contract. I'll never forget in 2017. And I owed him three, and we had just started. And this is real business, right? I'm going to keep it 1,000. I owed him an album with a full 15 songs of videos. And then two other albums, right? And I approached them. I'll never forget. We're in the studio in Hollywood. I said, hey, big dog, I respect everything we've done. we made history together. We sold millions of records, made millions of dollars together. Yeah. But I'm ready to start my own shit. I know that you got this contract on me. And contractually, as a man, I'm going to do it. You know I've honored anything I've done, anything that we signed. But I want, I want, I want, to, I want to walk away with respect. Yeah. That's what's going to get yours, homie. All, all, all I ask is up. that you finish this album up and leave with your blessings. That's, that's hey. why, as much as the shit, as people will talk, whatever, I, I always give him his props because, first of all, he brought me in the game, yeah. gave me my opportunity, yeah. shared the spotlight with me, gave me my walking papers. There you Jeez. go, man. You can't say Capone didn't put nobody on, man. What's up, Capone? Oh, Salvato. Yeah. The door's open. <laughs> Come through. <laughs> Pull up. Nah, we were talking to Omi Weddle earlier today. Oh, Shout out smart. to. Yeah, smart. Oh, smart. <laughs> Fucking Weddle. Big ass motherfucker. Uh, Darren, what's up, Darren? What's, <laughs> you can't even call him Weddle no more, dog. He gets pissed, dog. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't call me that, what's man. What's up, Darren? Call, call me Darren. That fool like, be in Laughlin all the time. That's why I be yeah. kicking him with him, dog. We've been yeah. out there all the time. Last time I like, seen him, he's like, what's up, dog? You want to go to Laughlin? Like, hit me up. I'm like, I don't want to go fucking go to Laughlin with your ass. That fool was a, that fool was a nut when we went to Japan. Yeah. Everywhere we're going, this motherfucker's like six foot seven. Yeah, yeah. We're in these little He's ass. He's noticeable too. Yeah, yeah, we're in these little ass Japanese vans. I remember everywhere we're going, this fool's knees were like to his fucking head. Like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, we were just laughing, huh? It was like some funny ass shit. All smart tricks. Yeah, All yeah, smart tricks. God. Fucking Weddle, Daring. What's up? Here's Capone El Jefe, man. Uh, he just dropped 20 on us, man. Saludos, criminal. Good to see you winning lately. Westside. That's what's up, dude. <laughs> fucking shit, man. Shout out to Capone. What I was, I was gonna, man, I lost my train of thought. I was gonna talk about, uh, Damn, we was man, we was 
I don't know, I think the weed got me. Who's smoking back here? <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, you smoking back here? No. Man, man, yeah, Ogan, secondhand high. And I'm going to speak on the original Contact. high power. The original high power back in the days, we had like morals, like the original members. Like we, we were trying to have morals and we were like trying to lead by example and do shit right. A lot of people came in the mix. I'm not going to say no names, but they started doing things wrong. Yeah. And a lot of things behind the scene that Capone didn't, didn't agree with yeah. was to protect the brand and to protect us as like not being like looking like fucking idiots you know what i'm saying right so, right right a lot of shit people don't get them props for huh? i can say that that's what's up bro because it's all yeah not all negative but yeah I, I hear you man it's like dude he's 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 there for a reason and and if anything i'm sure you've learned some of the work at the business side from what he's shown you right kind of nah 100 percent. i was right there right next to him and, and the craziest thing was the whole the whole high power movement we sold millions of records and 90 percent of that shit was recorded at my crib i was producing that shit so the dopest part was I was also getting an opportunity to learn how to be a producer and an engineer. Yeah. But realistically, I had no fucking credentials. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. What was, was you working on? For fucking what was you working on? MPC 2000XL. Hello. What's Come up, on. homie? Come on. Fuck it. Run it. I had the original Roger Linwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You already know. So MPC 2000XL. Then yeah. we graduated to the Dawes. We went to like Nuendo, Cubases, and then yeah. went to the Reasons. Digital and shit. FL Studio, all that bullshit. Did you have ADATs back in the day? Or? Nah, I'm not. Come on, homie. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that, yeah, old, that school. old school. <laughs> Like the best battle oh, we had a fucking with the forty fives and shit. Yeah, nah. we had Tony G in here, man. Shout out to Tony G the other day, man. He was like, I, he brought it up to my attention, and I bought all my shit off, most of my shit from him, and it was That's the ADATs right. from the legendary DJ Shout Tony out G, Tony bro. Tony G, Julio G, you already know. Yes, sir. That's the homie. Fuck, man. So I didn't know you were a producer, bro. Like doing your own shit. Yeah, back I learned then. a lot of shit. I produced fucking 40, 50 albums, homie. They were all Damn. at my crib. We we're doing like volume one, two, three, sugar free, little flip. I mean, the whole Clover G's were flying into the fucking crib. It was just crazy. So what, what limousines in front of my house, fucking security guards with straps on the side of my house. It was live, homie. Would you say you became the in-house? Were you the in-house producer I for High Power? I was in-house producer until I got a little burned out, and I told Capone I want to start focusing on my shit more. And to be real, at the time there was so much going on at the label, he started like using different producers. So it was like yeah. half of it was starting to be Little Green Studios, Joe. Yeah, Joe. And half of it Joe. Would be my shit. But then there was a moment where I was like, I was getting burned out of it. I was like, this is too much. Homie. What was it like? Two thousand two, three, four. <laughs> Should I say four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Okay, 11, so throughout them years. Okay, so it's trip on this. So when I got in the radio, it was 2000. Okay. My, prior to that, that's when I started the bachelor's pad in Corona. I mean, that's when we had the little yeah. spot. They were all coming through. That's where I met yeah. Capone. So that was 97, 98, 99. I shut that studio down in 2000, got into radio. And that's why I just kind of never looked back, you know, so to speak, kind of put on pause for a yeah. minute. So he must have just jumped over to you, and that's when y'all that started. Because that's where you and I, going back to the beginning of this interview, we met at, at Live Mac. Well, yeah, because I remember very clearly my homeboy Shabu used to pick me up in that same colors. He was bumping the shit out of that Brown Royal uh, Brown Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. That shit was hard as fuck. Look, gracias, I remember man. there was a lot of hard ass jams on that shit. But, but, I wish we had the the tools back then yeah. bro I, I didn't I didn't. that's why I'm saying you know cats you got some dope shit learn the business side of it yeah and it man. was dope to be able to be on the street side of it to hear it on my homeboy's car before I met any of you guys yeah and then to be on stage with the homie like a year later and everywhere we're going yeah. fucking singing and motherfuckers waving 10,000 people that song I'm like wow life's a trip you know <laughs> you you spent some time probably more with DWTX in the past than, than you and I, I I would assume right absolutely what were uh, those moments like we could touch upon because we have a lot of DWTX fans <laughs> Lighter Shade fans that you know you'd like to spread some love on. Yeah, they were funny as hell, cool <laughs> as hell, educational, 
serious at times, very, very, uh, can you imitate scolding? Oh man, what's up, criminal? How you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to get this, I'm trying to get this album. You fucking around with me, yeah, <laughs> really fast. It yeah. just had that, mm-hmm. yeah. good, trying to get this a good. lot of people don't know he was uh trying to do a group album with me. It was uh, he was gonna call it Top Notch, Top Notch Entertainment. He was trying to do a group called Top Notch, me, him, and Fern. There was an MC uh, from Riverside. Yeah, shout out to Fern. Yep, shout yep. out. He had bars. He's like, man, I'm telling you, criminal, you the one. Me, you, and Fern, we going to do it, Top Notch. <laughs> I just like, man, I was contractually st- with Capone, you know? And it, yeah. It, it was about, you know, back in the days, we were protecting the brand. So it, for yeah. me, it was loyalty. I was like, hey, homie, that's cool and everything. I respect it. Hats off with I'm building this high so power. So everything shit. you were over there at live, then what was, that was high power stuff you were working All on? High power, everything. And then Bobby was just featuring on it. Bobby was the one that was shooting and, and showing me love, putting me in the magazines for advertisements. He, he shot my first cover, second cover, yeah. third cover, fourth cover. Oh, live magazine. Shout out yeah. to Bobby of Bundy's, yeah. man. Yeah, um, the homeboy. Uh, DWTX, though. I, he was on a few of your songs man, as well. DWTX, back to the memories of him, man. He was a good dude, just real funny, real serious. He, yeah. took, a, he took his position in the game seriously as far as like. Uh, being being who he was, the foundation. He yeah. would speak on it. Like, yeah. y'all better step this shit up. We <laughs> we set this better than this. Man. He could talk <laughs> shit on other cats. You know, I'd be like, damn. Yeah. But that was his way of... Nah, nah, but it would be yeah. love too, you know, because he would sit there and t- talk to you and, 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 you know, praise your shit too. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, he was cool people, man. A lot, lot of love for the homie. I want to bring something up um, that you, I had, you had approached me, and I want to make a public... Uh, not an apology, mm-hmm. but you approached me a few years back to to to, to do a song together, mm-hmm. and I wasn't ready. A couple ready. times. Was it a couple times? Yeah, I okay. hit you up that night at live, and uh, you you had told me. I remember we were sitting there, and you were like, "Hey, homie, you show love." You were like, "You got some bars, homie." Out of all these cats out here, yeah. you actually spit. You did. You do. And you were like, you were like, uh, maybe one day we could get with some shit. And I remember I, that that hit me hard. I was like, "Fuck, homie." So when I hit you up the second time, yeah. It, when, when it felt like it blew me off, and it was like it kind of felt what, weird. Was that know? recent or was that back nah, then? No, that was back then. Okay, you know, and you know what it was, bro. Now, well, let's go back further to that time. I was more into radio. Yeah, I, I had found a new lane. I found a new uh, calling, and that's why I got into radio. I always wanted to do radio, even when I was doing the lighter shade shit. It was like we go station to station, city to city. You know what I'm saying? State to state. I was fascinated by the DJ, believe it or not, but I kept it low key. So when I got an opportunity to get in radio, it was like, okay, I'm gonna put rap right now, just kind of on the. It never left me. Don't get it twisted, because I still did features from every here or there. But it was like, I I found the calling to do what I wanted to do, yeah. and I'm gonna do me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I put the production at the side too. So when I got in that. I just wasn't in the frame of mind of, of doing any features at that time. Mm-hmm. I was focusing on being music director. You know, night, I was night jock. I, then I got music director. Then I got Kiss FM. I was on both, doing both markets at one point. So I was like going up the ladder. That's all I was focusing on. So there's no disrespect, no diss towards you in, in terms of not wanting to do a feature. And that fast forwards to like few years ago when you hit me back yeah. i think you wanted to do a sunday afternoon remake yes sir and you said look i want to pay homage i want to do a d double text yes and and this and that and, and i was like well again i'm not in that frame of mind mm-hmm. and, and i'm the type of artist that takes my shit so serious that if i ain't if i ain't in it 100 i ain't gonna do it at all yeah and and you got to respect that yeah. you know what i'm saying and uh my my records will show will show that it wasn't until I linked up with this cat Money Moves yeah. where he really got me out the motherfucking um, yeah and you see and I'm gonna keep room. it real right back I'm so passionate about where I'm at you, you, you have your position right yeah but I have so much passion of carrying Chicano rap for so many years is when I was carrying it and doing my thing and building it right yeah so I felt like that was a bridge I was I was letting out to you because at that time I was like 
super super on fire killing my shit right? yeah so i hit you up like hey this is this is love and this is respect right and it felt like a shutdown right and i get so much love from the black community from different cats right it felt weird you know what i'm saying just to keep it real you know yeah but that's when we spoke on it and it was like you know what? i'm just passionate about my shit so yeah if i'm gonna come off i'm gonna speak my mind and i did right you know what I'm saying you did and it came off disrespectfully and when i came back and i looked at it, i said you know what this isn't a cat i want to disrespect this is somebody i do respect right why am i gonna let my emotions get the best of me and that's why i kid you with that you know? Yeah, yeah, you came that's back awesome, and uh, awesome, apologized. Awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was all like, also big brother, little brother shit. Yeah. That's all it was because I knew you'd you figured out. And, and I wasn't even on that. Just like I said, uh, you were killing the game. Mm. And that should say a lot. Mm. That the fact that I didn't fuck with you. Yeah. Just that I didn't fuck with anybody else. Yeah. Because I hold my shit seriously. Like yeah. when I bust. But when we do get in the studio, yeah. if that ever come a time, you yeah. know, you know, let, let's do it. Because, you know, I'm going well, to kill mine. The dopest thing is I... I do have passion about this shit, but I never depended on nobody else. Like I said, from the beginning of the conversation. All right. So I guess there was a moment where I just had to look back at the self and be like, okay, I wanted to do this for DWTX. He wasn't feeling it. I got a little of my feelings. I got a little, I had to let him know how I felt because I'm never going to hold my tongue. Mm -hmm. But I ain't never trying to disrespect on anybody that I respect over this bullshit. Either. Right. Straight up. Mr. Criminal in the motherfucking building. Let's go. Yes. Blackout Podcast. Mm -hmm. Shit, we're going to have to fuck around and go to California Love Studios. You know what I'm saying? Hey, pick shit. one of our thoughts. There's one in Montreal. one over here. We're going to IE first. Yeah, yeah. It's, in the uh, yeah. it's in the real. Yeah, we call that the GTA Garage. The Let's GTA go. Garage. Yeah. Here we go. That's what's up, man. Shout out to everybody in the Super Chat, dude. We, we having a great time tonight. Great conversation. I think it's time to open up the phone lines, though, man. You can take some calls, talk to some fans, we got, bro. We got the party line cracking or what? Come on. <laughs> yeah. The 976. Now put it. What's up, caller? Where are you calling from? What's your name? Hey, what's up? Hi, what's up, ODM? It's me, Angie V. Angie V in the place to be. You got Mr. Criminal. Say what's up. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up, Mr. Criminal? What's cracking, Angie V? How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Better that I smoke this grenade and we got sound back. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to wish your wife and your son a happy early birthday. Hey, thank you so much. We appreciate that. I'll make sure that we let them know. We're going we're gonna to do it up big and celebrate. All right. I appreciate that, homegirl. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. All right, well, you guys take care. You guys have a blessed evening. Thank you, Angie. You Thanks for uh, supporting as always. You have a good night, all right? All right, you too. Bye. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's get them on. We had like five or ten of them. Oh, there you go right here. Let's Unknown go to, caller. Let's go to Torrance right now. Hello? Unknown caller. Oh, I thought you were passing. Bueno. Oh, shit. I, think I got stuck. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Man, they coming, man. Hold on. Um. <clears throat> All right, here we go. What's up, Mr. Criminal? Hello, hello. What's popping? Hey, what's up? What's up? Who's this? Where are you calling from? They're on three ways, sounds like. Yeah, this is Merino from LA. Cubo. Hey, what's up, Criminal? How you doing, big dog? Uh, good, good. Hey, I met you back in Ventura with, uh, at the, what was it called? Well, you were with Conejo. Yeah, 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 the Latin lockdown. Yeah, the Latin lockdown. Hey, I met you over there, me and my homies. I don't know if you remember, my homie was, my homie from Wismar, and you were taking pictures with him. That's right. Much love, homie. I appreciate the support, big dog. Hey, much love, and hey, I love your music. Hey, my son is right here. He loves your music too. Hey, Hell yeah. Are you, are you music is a fucking inspiration? Hey, I appreciate that, homie. I appreciate that you're inspired by my music. What's your son's name? Uh, Hector. 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 How you doing, big dog? I'm doing good. 
That's what's up. Hey, homie, you sound just as old as your pop. You guys sound like homeboys, not like father and son. He said, hell yeah, I'm doing good, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker sound like Barry White. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. right. Thanks oh, for yeah, tapping love, up, homeboys. Right. I appreciate the love, familia. Take care, brother. Have a good one, all right? All right, thanks. Let's see here. Let's go to the next caller. Let's go to OC. What's up? Who's this? It's Mr. Clever from Orange County, Santana. Orale. What's cracking? What's cracking? What's up, big homie? What's up, G? Good looking out, man. Saluting you to your work and your, you know, your grind. You've been there for years, you know, OG in the game. You know, keep putting it down, homeboys. Giving your props and your flowers where you're here, you know? Man, I appreciate that, big dog. Shout out to my homeboys in Santana. You already know how we do it. Come on, homie, and take a big hit for me. You already know I'm gonna I'm 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 smoke that shit up real, you can real heavy. Smell right that now, shit through the phone line right now. Here, take a hit. Just inhale right now through the line, homie. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep breath in. Hell yeah. All right, bro. T- take care, homie. Bro. Salute. <laughs> That's the camera? Shit, I didn't even realize it. There's three. <laughs> Let's go to Greeley, Colorado. Yeah, if you want to talk to him, bro, that's what's right popping? There. What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's cracking? It's your boy Angelito from G-Town, Colorado. Just wanted to say what's up to my boy, Mr. Criminal, man. Congratulations. Hey. Thank you, love. Album was sick, man. Hell yeah. I appreciate that you're enjoying that, big dog. I appreciate the love and the support, homeboy yeah, G-Town man. in the motherfucking hey, house. Goodness, man. You've been dropping it. Wow. How long now? Fucking years, huh? Shit, I've been in the game 23. Man, 23. Uh, man, 23 years, man. Man, congratulations, man. I, man. You got that gangster love? Is that the way you talk about? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. To be specific. 2023, yeah. I appreciate that, homie. Make sure you guys check out that God Got Me. It's going to be one of my hardest albums of my life on my, on my motherfucking soul. Yeah, man. Yeah, I definitely feel that, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Colorado, stay up, man. Thanks for tapping in tonight. You have a good one, all right? Right on, ODM. Later. Later, bro. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, everybody's like, man, smoking with ODM. We might as well call that. And ODM ain't the only one. That, I ain't even smoking, dog. But I gotta hey, we got to get ODM to sm- hit, take a hit. Smoke right? DM. Hey, put a bunch of fires in the group chat. If we get enough of them, ODM will hit you it. You know, man, I wish I smoked, bro. Because <laughs> I, 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 I smoked some many different strains. They were like, motherfuckers, like, you smoking the wrong shit. That's why, because I get paranoid. I'll be a relief hitter. Right. What is that? Uh-huh. You know, like in baseball, when you can't when you hit you, they got out. your relief hit. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. One taps. I got you, dog. You just tagged me. I, I got you all night. Let's go to Ventura right now. What's up, 805 representing? You're on with Mr. Criminal. Hey, what's up, criminals? are running from Santa Paula. That's right. What's, crack, what's cracking on my, my homies in the snake pit? <laughs> hey, what's up? I met you a couple times with the homeboy Frank. Frank's crazy boy. That's what's up, homie. How you doing? Hey, good. I just want to say, um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, who's the king of Chicago rap and all that, but they always leave the name out, you know? That's Me, what's girl, up. You're one of the top ones right there, my boy. Hey, homie, numbers don't lie, dog. I don't get in those conversations, but yeah, move, that's move right through it. Man and women lie, but numbers don't, right? Good morning. All day, homie. And, and we don't do the self-proclaimed shit all over day, here. All day, all day. It's like 2001, my boy. Hell yeah. Much love, Pedro. Hey, much love, Carnal. All right, homie. Stay up. Thanks yeah. for tapping in tonight, all right? You have a good one. Continue watching, all right, all right bro? Gracias. Yes, sir. Look at that. Let me get Damn. the screen right now. Who got the party line cracking? What the fuck? Yeah, that shit hot box over here. They all want. They all want to speak to Mr. Criminal. Here we go. Let's go to Palm Springs right now. What? Let's see here. Hold on. Coachella Valle. What's up, man? Yeah, yay. Hey, what's up, familia? Hey, I just want to say, uh, 
to Mr. Criminal. Hey, God bless you, brother. May God be upon you this new year. Blessings to your son and your wife. Happy birthday from the Sanchez Familia. ODM, you already know, my brother. Uh, just I just wanted to say God bless y'all, you know, and without going through so much. But, hey, blessings from my family to y'all. Real. Man, that's love. That was the real message right there. I appreciate that, Pedro. And right, right back at you, homie. God bless you and your familia, too. Gracias, big hey, brother, homie. You know, uh, hey, Simone, you already know. Um, this is, you know, keep keep that unity, the unity and love. And uh, we got a lot going on, but hey, I'm not trying to take up too much time. But hey, God bless y'all and be safe. One love. Appreciate you, bro. All day. Keep support, man. That's what it is. It's all love all over the map right now. It's the Block Out Podcast, man. Share this uh, video right now, this episode right here. We got Mr. Criminal, and we're running those numbers out right now. We almost got like 400 right now in the motherfucking live chat, bro, Shit which is up. criminal everywhere, man. See? We need we need to do a movie, dog. We need a movie. <laughs> come you with know, some funny, soundtrack and some it's shit. It's funny, homie. I'm, I might need you with some shit that I'm working on. No shit. Yeah, I can't put too much out there, but uh, I'm just gonna say I'm working with a, a very very big legends estate. Yeah. And I signed off on some shit to be a director on a big movie that's about to come out. Bro, Hell say yeah. say less. We we working now, man. I got nothing but time on mine. Let's go. Block out, boys. We 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 go. Let's write a little yeah. script. We might got to come in, bust a little something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll do something. What are you smoking over there, bro? Is that weed in that fucking big-ass cigar? <laughs> this is my homeboy, Exhibit. About to light Shout this out bitch to Exhibit's fucking uh, brand right here. Exhibit's called. doing fucking big-ass cigars like that, the, the dog? Na- the napalm grenades, homie. You already know. Oh, Shout out to homie Exhibit. The homie Exhibit's a real one. When I when I was on the movie Bright, yeah. I pulled up to the red carpet and show support. Just like, I came just to support you, homie. No awesome. shit, real shit, yeah. You get a lot of love, support, man. Especially, you know, from the brothers too, man. Like both sides, and it, it, you get what you give. You know what I mean? That's what's dope, man. About it, man. Look at a motherfucker in the eye. Keep it real. Keep it solid with your word, and it goes a long way. That's it. That's what's up, man. Let's go to the phone line right here. Let's go to Woodland. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh shit, I think I lost you. Call us back right now. Phone, phone, phone lines up on there, Mister Criminal. What else we got, man? What's pop? What you got over there, La Blackiana? She's smoking over there, La Smokiana. That's the, her new name. I got, I got the napalm. Here we go. Look at everything you be smoking right. Look at next to Mister Criminal. Like, look at. Hold on, she's like, hold on. Let me hit this. Get some out of it. Spell crystal with the smoke. Hey, so the fire emojis in the comments, they want you to hit it for No, nah, is that what it is? I thought yeah. they were just giving criminal love. Shit, I Fuck said, that, I said do all the fires and oh, hit it. Nah, it's man, we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet, man. We ain't there. How long you been smoking, criminal? Since I was 11. No shit? Yeah. You, hurt your, you hit your first joint? I hit my first joint when I was like 9, 10, but it didn't really get me high till I was like 11. I used to get hella pissed at my homies. Like, I used to get so mad. Yeah. We'd all smoking and all fall out on the floor laughing, giggling, all high. I'm like, fuck, this is bullshit. I can't get high. You know? Do you do you stop by like uh, you bring in like usually? I don't want to put you out there like that, but when, when you got your own weed, or do you like go to another state and you hit up the dispensaries, or you don't even fuck with? I shit travel like that? with my shit everywhere. Your shit, even yeah. In Mexico, I got my shit. Yeah, yeah. You never been sweated, like I've been a trying. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, I've been sweated pretty bad. I almost did ten years in in uh, hard labor in Japan. Ooh, in Japan? 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 How'd you get that motherfucker across the airport? Uh, <laughs> part, man. I tell the story. It's fucked up. So we're at a, me and my wife were at the celebrity party. The homie George Lopez had a pool party at his crib, and we go like every year when he was doing it. And uh, he he calls it a who, who weed in my pool instead of who peed in my pool. Like who's weed in my pool? <laughs> That's dope. So we're doing it right, and we're, I had on these cargo pants, cargo shorts. And I remember before I went, I rolled like fucking 50 joints, you know? So I have joints in every fucking pocket. Yeah. And then like I jumped in the, in, in, in the plane to Japan, like literally like a week later. 
And I thought, you know, I grabbed all kinds of shit, threw it in. I thought that that shit was already all clean and everything. You know, we're, we're over there in Japan, you know, all our shit's going through. My whole crew, my whole entourage is going through. My luggage is the last one to come. And I was all happy because we just got off this fucking 12, 13-hour flight. And I'm like, just all smiles. Like, hell yeah, waiting for my shit. Not even catching on to my shit's being held back. Yeah, yeah. So I grab my shit. I start walking to customs. I walk to customs. I'm in the middle of talking to the lady. And I'll never forget. She's like talking to me, looking behind her like that. Behind me. And I turn around. It's like 10 agents. I'm like, fuck. Oh, They're shit. Me this shit. And then they started telling me in other languages, wait till we get to an uh, you know, interpreter, the whole shit. And they're like showing me like pictures of heroin, weed, and cocaine. They're like, do you have any of this on you? I'm like, fuck no. What the fuck is going on? You know? And they're like going crazy. Like they got fucking white gloves on and they're putting on these lab coats like it's so dangerous. And they're searching all my shit and they're taking all my fucking boxers and my socks. And I'm like, what the fuck is really happening? You know? Yeah. So they didn't know you had anything. They just were. No, nah, they knew. They, uh, they, they searched that. They already had caught on. I didn't fucking know. That was a problem. Uh, so they pulled out my shorts and I see this big old joint coming. And they're like. The Eureka moment, like we found it, and I'm like, what Whoa. the fuck? I forgot a joint, like, like I legitly forgot that shit. You yeah, know? you were tripping on yourself that you forgot Dog, the joint. They start tripping. They're like, this is ten years hard labor. You're about to fucking be done. Let me sign this shit. You gotta go. Boom, 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 boom. It was crazy, homie. I this was, was like, in Japan at the airport. Yeah, I was fucked. I was fucked. And uh, it just so happens the people that brought me to Japan are connected. They're actually one of the top people of the yakuza out there in in Tokyo. Yeah. Like, like big business, they call them big bosses. Like they're respected. The Yakuza is an organization that obviously they're, they're originally in organized crime, mm. but they're also high members of the society of the community. They own a lot. They, they're, they're contributors, of, you know, just like our politicians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, network. The, the homie got me out. They were like, "Oh, you're here on behalf of so and so." They were like, "Wait a second. They paused everything. Yeah, they got him on the phone. They apologized. They came to me and started apologizing." No we shit. Apologize. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was crazy. How, how, how many hours were you at the airport? Fuck, probably like an extra three or four. And I remember everybody was pissed because they were supposed to go out to like this bomb ass dinner and I had everybody's fucking held up at the airport because of my stupid ass joint. <laughs> All because of a little ass fucking joint. That I forgot I had. And then in, in China, I had like 10 vape pants on me. And they fucking, you know, the ladies like searching my shit. And I just pulled it out. My homeboy villain from my neighborhood's with me. And that fool's just like, oh shit. And I just put him down. She's like, what is this? I'm like, liquid tobacco. Yeah. She shined her shit on. That's She's right. like, have a good one. I put it in my shit and start hitting. He's like, fucking put that shit down, homie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> for like 30 years out here, huh? We ain't even, yeah. Don't right. even be tripping. I remember when D, we came back from London on tour and he had a. Uh, we, we we got sweated. We were coming back from from one border to the next. We're going to Canada. This motherfucker had it. He had some hash. Yeah. And uh, the, they started sweating us with the dog and everything else. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But thankfully he left that shit back. But he still had that. I, I don't know if he had hash as a scent or something was on it. Yeah. But he ended up detaining us for four hours at the Canada border. And, you know, would not let us, bro. They would not let us. I was, I was stuck at Canada and Calgary for like a good six, seven hours. They're strict, right? Yeah. They wouldn't Hell let yeah. me in. Just pick on your ass. You wear some gold chains like that. Nah, they, they wouldn't let me in because of my record. Oh, okay. But the thing was, I, I was part of a movie out there. We were shooting El Chicano with George Lopez and all these cats. Mm. And uh, the production company wrote a letter, like, literally. It was attached to my fucking passport, all folded and stapled. It was yeah. like, we're filming this multi-million dollar uh, movie in your, your country. Mm. Please excuse this actor. He's an actor. You know, he's a great member of society, an artist, an actor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They just still sweated me. I was there for like six, seven hours, and they finally yeah. let me through. So you shot a movie out there with George Lopez? Yeah, we were no. out there for like about a month, month and a half. I stayed, I was originally, it was me, Kate Del Castillo, George Lopez, uh, Sal, Sal Garcia, yeah. the OG actor in the, the game, Latino legend. Yeah, how, how many movies you got under your belt right now? Like just, seven or eight. 
Okay, okay. You ever work with um, well, some of the homies? Quete, Yeska? I've been, I've been, you know, it's funny because uh, doing reads and shit, like yeah. when we're doing reads, you run into the same people over and over. Yeah. So I'll see. Is it the same roles? Time. Pretty much? Like, like gangster depends, roles? To be honest with you, it just depends on your agent because I do get a lot of gangster roles too. Yeah. But then I get, they put me in on other roles too. I get like reads for other shit too. What, what's your thought on that, of, of being selected as, as normally it's, it's those gangster roles? Like, do you think you could do other type of, uh, of acting? And I'm going to tell you like this. I never thought I could act, period. Yeah. I never even fucking thought of it, never found it. So the fact that I'm a part of it is just... Just, just be happy to I'm be a part ride, of I'm it. I'm just riding the fucking wave, homie. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I never, That's ever, dope. ever, ever tried to act in my life, homie. Who's your favorite Latino comedian? Shit. Probably some of these Chicano rappers out here. Damn. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you heard it, Mr. Criminal said it. Throw everybody for a curveball on that I one. I hear some of this good. shit and I'm like, damn, this fool's really serious? <laughs> it is what it is. Damn, G. Okay. You don't even hang that shit up. George Lopez, man, we got to bring this up because Georgia, he's been getting a lot of backlash lately for something he said on his podcast about Ralph Barbosa. Uh, he's an up and coming comedian. He's I know doing pretty he well. I don't think he's funny. You don't think he's funny? It's funny. I just was telling my wife that last night. I seen, I've been seeing him. Yeah. And I support, right? Yeah. So I, I, I'm like, oh shit, this is a homie with brown skin. Like, I'm going to support, right? Right, right. I click it and he's like standing. I'm like waiting to laugh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's really monotone. Yeah, really he's like. To be funny. He's super I, monotone. I, personally, I don't see it. I, I, yeah. If that, I even told my wife, if this is our next uh, generation of a comedian, we're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> this motherfucker ain't that funny. Hey, I might have yeah. a roast coming to me. Hey, homeboy, I could I could get down, homie. You want to do some roasting? I'm a comedian too. Here we go. <laughs> I'll challenge hey, you for your spot. The block we'll out roast. We'll roast. I, I grew up in the yeah. hood, homie. We, we grew up drinking Bud Lights when I was 11, 12, just hey. capping on motherfuckers till we start till we start scrapping, Yo. homie. So I've been training that shit my whole life. Well, he's coming. He's coming to Ontario, I believe, at the end of this month. So we have to reach out to him, man, and see what's cracking, man. Ralph Barbosa, but I mean, uh, I don't know. It was some of that George had mentioned. Like, who what the fuck he is this? He just he was brought up. Steve was interviewing Steve Trevino, right? Okay. Another comedian, and Steve was talking about putting on for his people. Like, yeah, man. He goes, I think it's important that Steve was saying this. How we, you know, open up a lane for our up and coming and this and that. And he was like, George was like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, why? Focus on yourself. He goes, no. I goes, well, I think it's important because of like you know comedians, Latinos, like uh, you know like the Ralph Barbosas. They they you know they should X Y Z right. And he was like, yeah, Ralph, who the fuck is Ralph Barbosa? Who the fuck am I wrong for saying that? And he asked one of his producers, whatever, and that just that part right there, just the fact how he was, it, it sounded like a it came across like kind of like a diss. Um, so people were, he was just getting all kinds of backlash, whatnot. And at first I was even like, damn, George, like you already in, in some shit just for like, you know, previous shit, you know, he's been known for being alcoholic and, and, and how he did his wife wrong. You know, like back in the day, basically she gave up a kidney for him and then she, he cheated on her. And then, and, and he's already known for not opening up doors or, or at least working with uh, like doing this handouts. But then I, I saw some other people's perspectives that kind of changed mine. And it, it kind of like made me think, okay, first off, you're taking a small clip because it's always the small clips that motherfuckers, you know, they ridicule you off. You don't see the full conversation yeah. and whatnot. But um, a lot of people may come after George, but yeah, dude, I mean, he was, he was one of the first ones to do it, but he wasn't the first. You know, you had Paul Rodriguez. You, you had Cheech Marin. Cheech and Chong. If you really want to think about the first Mexicano, you know, comedians on. But um, in his words, going back to Georgia, it was like, look, man, he said, quote, I left a template for you. And basically, you know, you got to do what you can do with it. And, and, and at first, I, I, didn't, 
I wasn't like really feeling that. But then I, I kind of heard other people's perspectives. I was like, all right, because I listen to what people, I, you know, I like to listen to what people's opinions are. And I was like, you know what? He wasn't saying I left the template. That's it. No, he was like, I kind of opened up a door for you. I'm a hard fucking worker. You should be a hard worker as well. That's and it goes back to what you were saying about fucking <laughs> some of these artists. They don't take their shit serious yeah. when they're on their label. Yeah. And not only that, but we work so hard for the shit. Like I tell my team sometimes, sometimes I get passionate. And I catch myself getting like a little loud and shit. And I'm like, you know, I work so hard for this shit that, that, that I work blessed, sweat, and tears for this shit. I'm not going to let no motherfuckers do no, no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not speaking on anybody in particular on my team, just speaking on, you know, just the way the game is or like, you know, marketing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like maybe he has that old school mentality. Nobody put me on. Why the fuck should I put someone else on? There ain't right. no free rides in We're this world. Yeah. I got where the fuck I got by this hard work. Why the fuck should I just start giving this shit away? I, I feel that shit too. You feel that shit, so you agree I, with him? I, I I agree with his perspective, and I respect it. Cool, cool. I respect, I, but but obviously that's not my perspective because I'm I'm putting on a gang of artists. I'm fucking with right. a lot of people, so that's not. Would you say I, because some people, somebody put you on, like? You know, I've always believed in helping people. Right. You know, I've been modeled and and I've been seeing people help people since I was a kid in my own life. You know, when, when me and my mom and my family were broke, where there was churches giving us food. Yeah. Uh, pastors, like uh, when, when we used to literally sleep on the floor, neighbors giving us, you know, furniture to yeah. the point where my mom, and I'm proud as fuck of this, my mom was the first Latina in the United States of America to have a six-figure, multi-million dollar business that was uh, an employment agency. And as a matter of fact, she was right down the street right employment here. employment agency. Yeah, back in Damn, the day. Damn, that's what's put, up. Some, the reason why I highlight that She's retired now. She did her thing. And we were really poor, struggling at one point. I got out of jail one time. I was like 16 years old, almost an adult already. Yeah. She's fucking rolling bands, killing it, diamonds. Right. I'm like, what the fuck happened while I was in jail, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that was God's blessing in that moment of her life. And it, and it was able to, I was able to witness my mom put on so many people, give so many people jobs. So many people that I would run into in the streets mm. would be like, hey, homie. Your ginger son, right? I'm like, yeah. Hey, homie, much love. Your mom, your mom gave me a job when I was on parole, and I told her straight up, like nobody would hire me, and she gave me a job, and I couldn't pay my bill, and she wrote me a check for hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and that's love. That's, that's how my mom was. So yeah. my, my mom touched so many people, and then I saw, you know, Capone do the same thing with giving artists sure. opportunity. It was around I you. Think, I think my whole my whole influence of my whole life was people helping. And the judge that let you yeah. off too was kind of giving you getting a break, yeah, and then helping other people. So why would I be otherwise? You know, right, right. Mm-hmm. And still a hard worker at that. You have to be. Got to be. Criminal. Let's put that number up one more time, man, because we had a gang of uh, numbers. I don't know. He likes to talk to his fans, which is super dope, man. Um, hit that up again, Danny. Make sure we got audio. Dark <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. the in the building. <laughs> He's all faded. Yeah, all faded. No, no, yeah, I'm pu- I put it in the comments. So you guys can go ahead and keep it on there. It's going to be 951-293-4180. Um, I'm sure you'll see it once you guys look up in the comments. Yeah, I'm gonna pin it right now. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Eight. You don't like Come that. You know about that, that shit. It's funny. We went to go put a, a a reservation for my son's birthday the other day, and they they were asking my wife what's the number, and she was in the middle of getting a real number. I just cut off all Im- immature. Hey, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> okay, criminal getting down with the pop hits, man, from the '80s, bro. I respect that. I respect that. We just surpassed 420. We got 422 in the chat. Hey, because right they smoking yeah. the 420 comes. Man. Yeah. It's only right. Pop the smoke. homies up. We smoking today with Mr. Criminal. Yay. Hey, What's going on? Fuck my ass. Fuck my ass. All right. All right. He said he had, he said and hung up, man. That's right. <laughs> Next caller, hit us up right now. 
I think we got it in the super chat right there. We're smoking. I got a little contact right here. Man, is that that's cool right there, bro? See, I'm starting to see shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fog, bro. It's the fog. Yeah. The fog. Yeah. Well, we got a drink. It's hot box up in yeah. Well, we got a drink, Bubba. I'll take a beer. I'll take a shot. We got someone on the phone line. We got a... We're at Bubba's Tacos in Ontario. it's not that drive-by caller again. No, let me see. Let's go to Monte. Better duck if he calls again. Live TV. Yeah, it's not like radio where you can screen the calls. This is like live. So, man, if you're going to call, man, just call and, and be, be adult about it. You know what I mean? We don't want to hear none of that shit. Just, you know, don't waste our time, bro. We ain't wasting yours. What's up? What do you got, dog? You got I'm the Duce? Gracias. I'm good. I'll, I'll take a little hit. Do we have somebody on the line? Right now, dog. Hello, who's on the phone? Yeah, I'm good. Everybody's tapping out. Shit. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yo, 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 what up, what up? You're all criminal. the chat. Oh. Hey, what's up? This is Jose from Boyle Heights. Mm -hmm. What's cracking like? Shout out to ODM and Criminal. Gracias, bro. That's what's up, homie. Much love, Isai. Thanks for watching. Yeah, so, so I met you. Uh, this is my first time um, watching your show, ODM, or the podcast. So uh, just wanted to say... Um, Thank you. I met Criminal back in 2017 at a meet and greet. It was at a studio in Hollywood. I think it was uh, when he first... Uh, came out with the crime family his like and you were one album. of my fucking winners homie what's popping there was only like four or five of you guys in there what's popping yeah yeah what's your I name on Instagram on, uh, Instagram what's your name OG Kush uh, OG Kush OG 3 to 3 Damn, that there was you go. So you dog. What's cracking, familia? When I when I say I fuck with my people, homie, yes. now, come on, stop playing with yes. me. How you been, homie? Yeah, good, good. I've yes. been good, dog. Yeah, um, so what we yeah, do? But I just we wanted brought to share you a little story. Yeah. Come on. And uh, that's when uh, rest in peace, G Rath. Yes, sir. And all the other homies right there um, from uh, IE. It, it was cool. It was dope as fuck. So I just wanted to uh, um, see if you remember that. But I remember that very from clearly, that, um, Holmes. I appreciate you uh, being a part of that. that. That was a birth of our of our movement, homie, and I appreciated you being being there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shout out to your wife, your family. Happy birthday. And uh Keep up, keep keep on going, dog. Hey, I appreciate you, homie. You're always gonna be part of the family. I want you pull up one day. Hit me on the DM, homie. I'm gonna invite you to the studio. I want you to check out this new album before it comes out. That's oh, love. For sure, you know that. Let's go. He's getting live, man. You get invited for a personal listening party. <laughs> That's what's up, dog. Take advantage of that. Thanks for tapping in tonight. All right, man. You have a good one. Yeah, for sure. You guys take care. Okay, G. Let's see here. Let go to the next one. Hello. Oh. Ooh. All right, call us up. It's in the super chat. Ooh, let's go to what's this? Woodland, California. Let me see. Oh, what the fuck happened? Let's see. Uh, got me all uh, fucking criminal. Got me high up in this motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't even hit shit, and I'm high. Yeah, contact. <laughs> Man, I'm cool with that. <laughs> huh? I'm zeroing in. <laughs> what's up? You're on with Mr. Criminal, the Blockout Podcast. Yo, yo, what up? Hey, uh, give me a slow pain story. What's up? Slow pain? You want one from me or criminal? <laughs> you don't know slow? Uh, you never met slow? Oh, slow pain story. Let me see. Uh, shit, man. So many come to mind. Uh, I remember that motherfucker helped me out one day, man. I was broke like a joke. When you know I was down, it's when me and Bobby stopped messing around and slow, man. He had that fucking. 
Yeah, a few dime bags. Yeah, a few dime bags for the homie. He slipped me some fucking shit, bro. I was like, you know, I went and, you know, made my little hustle on whatever, just anything I could, bro. Like, there was a point where I really struggled, man, like, after, you know, the, the heyday of us, bro. And I got to the point where I was wearing the same fucking white British nights, bro, for fucking five months. I shit you not. But, you know, I humbly say that because that could happen to any motherfucker. You know what I mean? So that's why it's important, bro. But, you know, to, to learn this business, you know what I mean? Just don't be an artist. Um... Cause shit can happen like that, but with slow dude, I mean Saturday Night Ballin'. I remember doing his videos, man, producing his whole album, Baby OG, at uh, this little studio in La Habra. I forgot what it's called. I think it was called Thirty Eight Fresh, and um, that's that's where Nino Brown, ALT. I mean, good fellas uh, there, and 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 the the uh, the G Spot G's. I know you remember those, uh, the, the homies right there. But slow was a real cool cat, man. Like I said. Um, I'm, I'm going different places right now because I'm smoking different shit. I'm by via contact right now. But the homie I remember, um, oh, here's another one. I think I told this story. I threw my birthday party right at my pad, and then slow pain showed up, and it was fucking, shit was cracking, dog. And it was like fucking 11 o'clock at night. And then uh, somebody fucking threw a bottle and shit from the fucking front of the house to the backyard, and, and the cops were there. And the bottle came flying and fucking boom, boom, hit the roof. And then boom, it hit the fucking cop on the shoulder, the bottle. And then we're like, fuck. And I was like, man, at the end of the night, after everybody was, you know, escorted out, uh, Slow Pain was the one who threw that fucking bottle and broke my fucking birthday party up, dog. Right. But I mean, I'm not, that's a good thing or bad, but these are memories that I remember the dude. But I mean, he was really, he was dope. There was a point where he, I lost contact because he just, he just, like when am I? He wasn't rapping no more, you know. And lo and behold, come to find out, he started coaching, bro. He was a coach in his community, and he became a baseball coach in Pico. And he was one of the most like well-known coaches out there to be out there with the kids. Were to the point where up to the day he, you know, he passed away, he had he had built a facility of uh, batting cages and shit that he was opening up for his for his oh. community. So lo and behold, he had a different calling, and that's what he was doing. Those eight or nine years that i hadn't heard from him but uh those are some of the memories that i that i remember there's too many in the name brother and maybe we'll do another conversation on that but um hopefully you know some of that enlightened you a little <laughs> all right all right all right criminal shout out silver lake to 18 power we're good all day much love pero hey you know what i'm gonna tell you like this oh he had the hardest song on that compilation Slow pain. 715 on the Rolo, hopping in the low low. Slow pain, the kingpin cholo. Hey. Playing band with that brown royal life, Hans. I'm the baddest motherfucker on, on the, the microphone. microphone. I remember when it, when uh, I, I actually did meet him. I don't I have no stories and shit, but I did give him his flowers. I told him yeah. it was one of the hardest tracks I grew up to. And shit, I says, bro. That yeah. shit's hard. Boom. 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 Boom, 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 boom. Come on. Oh, yeah, dog. Around. That was that, that fucking G-Funk shit. We were banging that shit in that cutlass I was talking about earlier yeah. with the Tech Nines. That was dope, man. And Slow wrote a lot of fucking lyrics for some of your artists, some of those Chicano artists. I mean, I know he wrote a lot of songs for Blackie. Yeah. You know, he, he wrote one song for me because I got so consumed. You know how it is when you produce. And it's like, now I got to write my shit and now I got to produce homie shit next week. You know, so I was like, he was like, look, oh, the homies out in New Mexico, Albuquerque, man. Shout out to Latin Rollers Car Club. They wanted us to do a fucking song. He goes, I already got the song written. I got your verse written. I was like, let's go. If you look it up on YouTube, it's called... Uh, we rollers making money on the time. It's called Latin Rollers. Rollers only. That's what it's called, man. Slow pain right there. Hell yeah. And that track was just fucking super fire. But but Slow wrote a lot of fucking... The boy just had lyrics, man. Yeah. He was just on the spot. Shout out to uh, Little Demon from his camp, too. That's the homie. What's up, Demon? 
Shout out to Enox Music Man. He just dropped 10 on us right now in the super chat. He says, big ups to crimes. The boy stays working. Been down since CM1 till now. 2023. Let's wow. go. That's love, homie. Much love. All right. Let's see here. Hello. Who's this? Where are you calling from? What's up, homie? You're on with Criminal. Hey, what's up? Oh, what's up, audio Criminal? Uh, hey, uh, my name is uh, Alex. I'm from Chicago. I kind of got a story about uh, DWTX. You got a story about D? Go ahead. Yeah, so I uh, I used to rap for a while, and uh, D-Double actually gave me some advice, uh, and they kind of like told me how to how to go about things. He was always a, a really cool dude. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, because he lived out. Of, uh, those were his last days, man. He, he lived out in Colorado, DWTX. And I know he was fucking with a lot of artists out there. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually from Chicago. Oh, shit. But uh, it was just back in the MySpace days. Okay. Were, were you on yeah, this? Were you on his top eight? eight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't make. I didn't make it that far. You didn't man. make the top eight. Uh, Two thousand what? Uh, what are the I MySpace? tried. Yeah, we all tried. I wasn't even on that fucker's top eight. No. That's what's up, bro. <laughs> at, at, at least at least you got a good story out of it, man. I mean, you know, yeah, rest, no, rest in peace. He, he gave me, yeah, rest in peace, man. It was, it was when I heard how he passed, that was that was kinda tough because he, he uh he gave me some really good advice. He was always really cool with me. Yeah, Bobby D double T he always wanted people, like you said, criminal earlier, man. He he always spoke some type of wisdom in his own way. Yeah, for sure. You know, there ain't no doubt about it. I think that was dope. Yeah. And uh criminal, actually I've been listening to you for a long time, man. Big fan too. I appreciate the love, homie. Much love to the homies in Southside Chicago cruising down Cicero. Hey. <laughs> you, think, you didn't think I knew about that, huh, Pedro? Come on, I'm worldwide, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I can see, man. I got you. <laughs> go stream that Gangster Love album while you're at it, all right? And look out for more criminal stuff coming in the future. You. Take care, brother. Have a good night, all right? Thank you, too. All right, bro. Let's go to Washington right now, up in here. Hey, who's this? You're on Mr. Criminal on the Blockout Podcast. Hey, hey what's good? What's good? What's good? It's Crystal Vibes on the beat. I'm, I have a, I have a producer question for a criminal. Yeah, yeah. What's cracking, homie? All right. So a lot of your, a lot of your old beats. What, what were you producing that on? Was it like on FL Studio? It just depends what era because we were like through so many different eras. So we we started on 2000 XL MPC, and then uh, I graduated to like the the digital like recording through like cubase uh sonar shit like that and then we started going on to i remember it was a uh, fl studio no 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 reasons reasons and then it went to fucking fl studio so we i've actually touched every single type of program since like the mpc what was the other one the fruity loops you ever fuck with yeah, that i never touched fruity loops but yeah. i i got in when it was fl studio already. oh okay yeah fl studio i remember right. when it was fruity so, loops, all right so it was my- clowning people used to clown that shit huh <laughs> My my homie my homie's gonna kill me if I don't ask this question. But uh, what? How was that that night that you recorded G's and Riders? That's one of my favorite songs. The night I recorded G's and Riders, that uh, we were deep as fuck in my studio. We used to have my original crime lab. It was in the back of my first crib that I bought, and uh, I remember we were like a bunch of my homies and my homie Silent, and uh, we were working on on what the streets created the album, and uh, we just made that shit, man. I was just uh, in a position in my life where I was learning how to produce. I was learning how to how to do some different shit. I produced that shit, and then we shot the video in my neighborhood in the middle of a very heated time. So 
there was some shit that went on behind the scenes on those uh, in that video. If you search the video, you'll see what I mean. Hey, much love to crimes. Hey, last question before I head off. One more producer question. This is for all my producers because I already know they're watching and shit too. All right, bro. So check it out. <laughs> so on that on that CD, Criminal Mentality, you didn't produce any of those beats, huh? Criminal Mentality Part One. Yeah, Part One. Nah, I had never picked up shit yet. I got all my equipment after my first album. I invested right back into myself. Hell yeah, uh, bro! First, That's what's up, like those are like sick thoughts on on organized uh, crime. That was my first song I ever ever did with sick thoughts. But see, hey, that's what's up, bro. Because a, a lot of the homies and producers, they those are a lot of questions that we have, like just random stuff. So, hey, much love, much love to the blockout. Hey, you already know, homie. Yes, yes sir. So line, bro. You. Thank you, man. Shout out to everybody out there, man. You have a good night. All right. <laughs> Hey, I saw you um, playing some Talkbox, bro. Yeah. How long have you been playing Talkbox? I've been playing Talkbox for like, shit, 10, 15 years. No or shit. Shit. Yeah, I don't. I, I never really fucked with it heavy like that. I used to just dabble in it. Yeah. And I didn't play with it for like five, six years. We were making this new uh, Gangster Love album, and I pulled it out. I told Critical, I was like, I'm going to pull up with the Talkbox. Yeah. When I came, he goes, bro, you been having this shit the whole time we've been fucking around, you ain't told me? So we start playing, and man, without even very much practice, we start fucking around, and some dope shit came out. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Let's see here. Oh, shit. I think we got motherfucking royalty in the motherfucking building. What's up, Royal? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> let, me turn this, let me turn this TV down. I'm a super fan right now. Yeah, this guy right now. That's right. Hold on, hold on. I turn this TV down because you know I'm a super fan right now. But I want to give flowers to Mr. Criminal for putting it down for years. He's one of the top dudes, one of the kings of Chicano rap. He didn't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. He said he don't like to say it. No one likes to say it themselves, so I gotta give it to him. You know what I mean? That's love, homie. I appreciate that, OG. Criminal. Oh man, you know, you know, we we met one time at Fingers, and it was it was a great thing, you know, and I. Hold on, let me turn. I, I'm in the studio and I. Never Royal likes to TV hear himself. Before. Turn down the fucking TV, dog. <laughs> Sampling this. I want to hear him. I'm a super fan of myself. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I, I say, hey, ODM, look at your phone right now. And I texted you earlier before the show and I said, tell my homie I'm proud of him. Yeah, he People did. People don't know we've been cool. We, we've been cool before. Uh, people they know they made rumors and all kind of stuff but I've always looked at criminals one of the top dudes I mean I ain't gonna lie I wish he was part of the old pro at one time it yeah. was amazing yeah, well, you were signing a lot of artists back in there. You know, matter of fact, he brought up the fact, Royal, and I know you can uh, relate to this, as far as signing artists, and uh, we've had a conversation about it, them not working as hard or them just getting lazy. Them just, you know what I mean? Like, you can kind of lead them to water. 100% right when he's Hey, I'm faded. You know that. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring him some of my, my fat wonk. I'm going to let you know my fat wonk is about to hit cookies. Uh, I'm with some Chinese. And I told him about let's go to China. And it's uh, the reason I didn't call you back, brother, when I told you, I'm not trying to get clout on here because you're the real star. You've been to China already. I appreciate and, that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Criminal people don't know. He's been to China before Royal because he was the king over there. They love him. Hmm. And I'm hooked up with some real good people in China that people don't know that 
and my one of my Chinese homies actually own cooking. Werner doesn't own it no more. Mm. And but Burner's still part of the company. Is that breaking but, news? Uh, is is that something we should break news on? Burner doesn't own it anymore. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, what Burner could buy another cookie? I mean, the dude is, <laughs> is amazing. Shout out to Burner, man. I, I hear the yeah, shout out to Burner doing big things. But uh-huh. I, I just want to let them know the reason why they call you back is because co- Corona hit China again. But we going this summer, homie. I'm going to call you. We're going to renegotiate even better. And we're going to make something happen. Let's get the bag, homie. Okay. You already know how we do it. Let's make some history. Of course, brother. But I want to let you know, besides that, I called in because I see you on there. I want to let you know I'm proud of everything you do. I, I talk to Big Temp all the time. That's one of my good, solid motherfuckers right there. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, homie. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, Royal. Hey, Royal. We want to know, and, and the, the, the viewers want to know, the Blockout Podcast. When's Royal going to stop calling in on everybody else's show and come and have his own show on here, man, and sit in this seat right here, bro, and get man, interviewed? We're going to have a show soon. That I told you I'm working on the new album. Man, criminal. I'm, I'm going to let you know, man, and I'm willing to pay whatever. I want you on my new royalty. It's going to be my, one of my last albums. Ooh. I'm going to work on the royalty album, and I want to be blessed to have you on my album. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Um, Too short said this is the last album, and he lied like a motherfucker. So you gotta, this better be the last one, Royal. You know I'm lying. Royalty in the building, man. Low profile records, bro. Hey, hey, big, big homie. You know, he's always giving me some love too, man. That's an OG. He's been doing it. I can't believe you just called me, man. I can't believe in the beginning. I've been watching since the beginning of today. Cause I need to watch criminal. Everything he says is crucial, and, and and it means a lot to the game. But who in the fuck is this guy King Royalty putting any money on your goddamn show? How the fuck is he gonna be King Royalty? Yeah, King Royalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sponsor. Hey, I'm gonna say something. Oh. I'm gonna say something oh. royal while we got him on the phone. Real quick. Oh. I'm gonna say something. Hey, homie, go ahead, go ahead. you've been a very, very, very fucking uh, entertaining cat as long as I've ever listened to you on the, on the end of the low pro albums, the whole shit. Hey, homie, you seem a uh, you seem like a cool ass cat. I know we met met a couple times, but you always got a good energy, homie. And, and no matter what anybody ever says, you've oh. always been kept it solid with me. Hans, and much respect right back at you, though. Asshole. You too, brother. I'm going to tell you guys one thing before we leave this. People don't know, and I'm not here to, like, I don't care about cloud. I don't care about none of that. No, but this game is, we, we, we've been, all of us three, we've been in this game forever. And it goes like this. People don't know, me and Capone were real, real cool in the beginning uh, when ODM sent him down with his demo. And, and it's not, that's not even for <laughs> what what because the man <laughs> what what the fuck are you saying? He came to my studio with his first demo when he recorded. It. No, I'm not even. And and we, we were cool a long time. We we even recently talked. We've had some talks and we've never had no problem. And there's a little guys up in the in between the game because these fans want to see us all die. They love it. All you motherfuckers on the chat, we see you. We see you. Well, I'm going to say this, Royal, Mark on some Mallory, real shit. We see you. I'm going to say this, Royal. You remember one thing, Holmes, I'm speaking on some real shit. I remember uh, we were in the Wait. studio with Fingers, and I walked in on the studio, and you had like mm-hmm. ten, 10 of your homeboys from your label. And I remember Capone was calling me like, get out. They're going to do some funny shit. They're going to jump you, the whole thing. I remember going into the studio session, putting my 357 down on the table and started rolling my blunt. Out of respect, I told Fingers, hey, big dog, these dudes are on my studio time. 
I wasn't going to leave. And you came in there and you were being cool. You said, hey, homie, it would be dope to have you part of Low Pro. And I was like, yeah, that's dope. Much love. But then you started saying some funny shit about Capone and I stood up. And I was like, hey, homie, with all due respect, the homie ain't here. So uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that you could speak on, on, on how I handle myself when I'm one deep. Uh, no matter what's what's in front you know, of me, and it was always respectable. I, I'm like but this. I'm gonna put this out there publicly that you know that 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 didn't go nowhere funny because of the respect that we showed each other in the room that day. Exactly, and I'm gonna tell you like this: I'm gonna be real. I had some monsters and crazy stuff in. How I remember, we were in the studio deep, and I had some big old goons in the motherfucker, and you came in like a man, and you shook my hand. And at first we felt a little bit away, and, and and I looked at you, and I just I could just feel the the vibe from you as a real man, and we never had no problem, and you start showing love to us, and uh, I, I remember you you told Sancho you loved the way he flipped, and that was one of the first two you heard from Khalifa Thug. Yes, sir. And you were you were like that's why I flipped, and you ended up rolling up that blunt like you said, and you uh, Sancho Spanish fly. Uh, no, no, you, Sancho, and OG Playboy, you went out and smoked one. I came out there. We no, we no longer talked about Capone. We talked, hey, homie, boom, boom. We shook hands, and we left there as men and excited. And then somebody made a rumor and all kind of drama. Uh, but even when I called you, you were surprised when I called you, like, uh, probably like six months ago. And I said, hey, I'm not calling you with nonsense. I'm calling you because these dudes want you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And that's a that's a real business. Yeah, but but and and believe me, I've talked to Temp so many times because I got nothing but love for him. And he tells me everything great about you, homie, and it's kept it solid. And um, I always tell him, man, tell him I want to come kick it with you guys, man. I ain't even about music because I just know we roll the same. We in the same business. ODM knows, and uh, but I, I don't want to bother. ODM's gonna get butthurt right now. Whoa, he's taking over my show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get bothered. You always bring content, my boy. Like he said, you you an entertainer first and foremost. Most so. entertaining call shit. Just bring your shit on already. Quit bullshit. I used to be a stripper. That was the thing. God, I used that. to be a stripper, you know? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> All right, Royal. But anyway, and if you guys have seen, lady, one last thing. If you guys have seen, I ride my little bike behind people's videos. That's my new thing. Criminal, whenever you have a video, let me know. I'll just ride in the back for no reason. He wants Fast to be Pee Wee Herman in bike. your video, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, hey, and to highlight something because it never got. Oh, yeah, I'm to ride the handlebars. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfucker, backwards. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this out there, too, because we never got to speak on it, homie. No love lost for that vato that disrespected me that I broke his ribs at the Fontana Indoor that was part of your label. Or his oh, job. Oh, yeah, whatever. yeah. We, was, we remember that. I remember yeah. that. Uh -huh. It was a uh, little fly boy, mm -hmm. part of uh, Payaso's camp. Yeah, and he and tried to hold his own. I'll give, I'll give him that. He did try to hold his own. When my homeboy told him to take a walk with me, he, he <laughs> did try to get crazy. But, uh, yeah, no, no love. Well, you got to remember, no disrespect, but remember, he was 5'2". You know <laughs> yeah, but, but, but he spoke but like, but he, spoke like he was on like my level, man? and he disrespected me like he was on my level, so he had to get that, you know? Oh, see, I didn't know that part, but that's all good. And uh, well, we talked after that, before that, and I, and since you said that, I remember I called Capone, and I and I remember you had that on video. Yeah, we had it uh, on video. Pink was filming that, and I told that's why he didn't yeah, get pissed with Capone. You released that, yeah, yeah. And I told Capone, <sighs> and I'll just tell you because I didn't want to. Well, we don't need to get that, but we'll get that. I told Capone, ever comes out, homie, I'll fuck you up on video. And that's nah, my my homeboys from my neighborhood and, had that and, video. 
And it will yeah. never come out because we ain't on that out. shit. We're, we're on some grown man yeah. shit. You it know? never came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have mutual respect. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Nothing but love. That was part of the history. But, uh, so I want to clear that up so anybody speaks on it. Go ahead. Tell hey, a slow pain story. Cause we gotta go. We gotta get to the next one, my G. Slow pain to me was a superstar because me and MC Boulevard both signed to DFAS Bill Walker on uh, 1994 for the Bahita tour, and, two, and uh, we went to the, the on the tour, the Lowrider tour, and Slow Pain was our superstar. That dude had rollers only, like you said. Yeah. Everywhere we went, they were giving out. Uh, I bump, remember bump that ass side to side. side. Yep. Yeah, man, and they were giving out tattoos to everyone in the tour. But I remember if you weren't with Roller Only, you couldn't get it. And, and um, it, it, it was crazy on me. So yeah. he was a super, he, he used to control that stage. I don't know if you remember, ODM. He used to stand in front, and the way he stood was like a general, homie. And he would rock that stage without even moving. Hell yeah. Hey, you just call me ODAM? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, that's my new name. Oh damn. Oh damn. Oh man, here's royalty. No problem. I appreciate the love, homie. Salute, Pedro. Thanks for calling in. Homie. Nothing but love, my boy. That's all love. All right. All right, right. I'll get at you, Did dog. I get an autograph, ODM? Did I get an autograph, ODM? All right, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> that's right. Fucking guy, man. Oh that's damn. Right. Oh damn! Oh damn! It's your new nick- nickname. That's what I got out of that whole conversation. That's yeah. right. New shit. Oh damn, Mr. Criminal up in here, man. We fold twenty deep still, bro. Damn. On the live chat, homie. Yeah. What's up, That's homie? Got some. He got some uh, supporters. Oh, yeah. Some. It's I don't know what that. you call. You call them supporters, fans. You call them familia. We call them the crime family. family. Crime family. Yeah, we don't have no support. We just we're all family. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Uh, you've been in the game for is it how many years has it been? It's been twenty years. Tw- twenty three since 23? I was eighteen. Let me ask you something. Is it easier to well, it's probably I can answer this, but you think it's easier now or back then to get a bag, man? In terms of, um, you know, uh, the way the game was back then to work your music compared to what it is now with the digital streaming and all that. Because if you were a street hustler back in the day, right? And yeah. You were depending on that out of your trunk, like cats like Royalty, Capone, like Mr. D's, like the ones that were really pressing up physical CDs and going yeah. out and servicing these these distributors. Then that could have been a situation where when it changed to the new way. You lost your bag. Yeah. But real hustlers that kept it going, like a Capone, like the rest that that anybody in the game like like me that transferred from physical to digital, mm. you learn how to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a hustler, no matter what situation, I know I'm gonna speak on myself. I don't give a fuck if you put me in Alaska in the motherfucking middle of the Arctic, homie. I'm gonna find a way to sell some 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 ice cubes to an Eskimo, homie. Right, 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 right. So that's just what it is, you know. So a real hustler is gonna get it no matter what the circumstances. And sometimes yeah. when the circumstances are harder, it brings out the hunger and you get way way more successful. Yeah, that's been my life story. That's what's up. Get some game over here, Moon. Uh, yeah, I'm soaking it up right now. She is fucking all high over here right now. <laughs> yeah. little, look at, look I think like low key, are, dog. Bro. I think I got fucking. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, are. dog. You know yeah, what I mean? Like this. I didn't know that shit was real. I was fucking around. If I can get a contact, I, I got a contact. I, I just, I kind of liked it, dog. Yeah, we've been we've been puffing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've been puffing for for well, where we at right now? What are we going on, uh, Danny? We're two hours. Two hours and ten minutes. Four forty. Dope. They still call me. Boy, yeah. I love that, man. Hello, you're on with uh, Mr. Criminal, Blockout Podcast. 
Yo, what up? It's the state of LA from Los Angeles, coming straight out of H Block. I want to say what's up to Mr. Criminal. You know, congratulations on your success, homie. You know, uh, I hope wishes and blessings to you, though. You know, I'm uh, upcoming myself, you know, fucking around. This year, I'm going to take it serious, though, so I can at least get some shit out there. And then good looking out to the homies on the podcast, though. So just saludos, West up in this bitch, and I'm out. Appreciate you, man. That's much love, homie. Do me a paro and, and, and send a DM to my p- producer. I am critical. I want to hear your music. There you go, brother. Hey, we, we, I think we lost some shit. You'll hear it. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> hello, you're on the block out. Hello? Um, yeah, man. Calls don't stop right here, man. Let's see here. You got the party line cracking for real. <laughs> Fuck, uh-huh. dude. We got the weed cracking in here. caller. All right, let's go here. Hey, what's up? You're on the block out with Mr. Criminal. Who's this? And what's up? What's up? What's up? Homie Lucky. I met the homie, Mr. Criminal, in Japan a couple years ago. In Japan? <laughs> yeah, homie. Remember, we were fucking kicking over there with all the, um, with, um, what's his name today? Yeah, so Salvador. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What's up? <laughs> what's up? Homie? How you doing, big dog? I remember you. I, I can't forget a fan that flew all the way from fucking Sacramento, California to, J- to Japan to come fuck with me. Is that was, right? Yeah, he came. He was like, we're here from no, Sacramento yeah, and shit. No shit. I was shit. there with my son. Yeah, that shit was dope. Much love, homie. I appreciate the no, support. That's fun. <laughs> no, no, we gotta do. We gotta go again, but this time you gotta check your pockets, boy. Ah, uh, you already yeah. know. You gotta check your pockets for that <laughs> joint. Yeah, I was nah, gonna ask sure. if you were the one sure who put the joint short. in the shorts, man. Nah, for sure, for sure. This time nah. I, I'm gonna double, triple check my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. But it was cool. It was man. It was crazy, dude. Seeing all the Japanese like bumping your music, like. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's Japan it. got hella love for Chicano culture, bro. I remember we went out there '94, bro. That's when they I saw the Lowrider magazine for the first time, and they opened that shit up this way. You know, how you open a book up this way from left to right. It was right to left, mm-hmm. and it was the beginning and the end was at uh, the magazine was at the end. It was it was a trip, but that's back then when CDs were like sixty bucks a pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I sure brought all my starter hats and my Levi's, and I made a mm-hmm. killing over there as well because you know the trade is. That's what my homeboy Silent did. Yeah, man. We make some man. But shout outs to Japan, man. They they ahead of the culture, man. They, and shout outs to like Night the Funkster, man. All those cats that be doing graffiti and a lot of them cats be hitting us up for music, huh? Yeah. And, and some some merch for shout their albums to, and shit. Shout out to DJ Mickey Style. Hey. He's one of the ones holding down the, the culture out there. Shout out to my homeboy He there. Shout out to DJ Silent. Shout out to Mr. K. Shout out to my whole Japanese crime family. There you go. That's what's up. Thanks for tapping in, man. All right. We'll see you on the next one. All right, and peace. All right, peace, bro. Nothing but love today, man, on this President's Day here. Sitting in front of the man, Mr. Criminal. What else, bro? We need to know, man. I know you got the new one. You just dropped some. You're already promoting the new one. God's got me one. But let's talk about, okay, we got the gangster. Uh, gangster Love. Gangster Love that's out right now. We just, we've been on a fucking a crazy run. Like, I was in between uh, flying out of the country, coming back, doing investments, starting com- companies with my wife overseas. And uh, I, was, I dropped Criminal Mentality 3, a three-disc album in October. We dropped Hustle in Progress in December on my birthday. We dropped Gangster Love in February, and we're dropping God Got Me in March. Shit. So we just been working. Now, how many videos come in between those? Shit, we've been... Are you my, one that just to put, like, multiple videos out at my, one time? My plan is to start servicing my YouTube heavy because we did, like, I think it's like $150 million now on the page, 
and we only have like 200 videos and like i drop a video like once every four or five months like my official videos yeah so now we're gonna start really uh dropping going crazy because in the last few weeks i've been posting videos and just been going viral yeah i saw you post a screenshot the other yeah. day and, and your views crazy. is up like on every every platform i, I went up like 30 40 thousand followers in the last two weeks so, like it's been crazy my numbers are like going crazy millions like on millions on millions and it's just dope so my whole point is uh just to keep on servicing it instead of dropping singles most artists drop singles mm. i feel like we have the talent and the capacity to drop full albums and showcase our talent so that's what i'm doing Fuck full singles. albums yeah, time. we're just dropping them that's even though there's some people the fans that just like certain songs off albums yeah like gangster love the whole album took us three sessions we recorded three sessions uh me and critical were running and not i don't write music everything yeah. everything that i spit is all freestyle so mm. all the rhythms everything i was just spitting it and didn't you just drop the video last week or like about six days ago that was, right? that was like a like a teaser video like my real official videos are not like the reels or shorts ones those are just like promo yeah but we got an official video coming for dream come true that's going to be coming in the next two weeks okay okay uh, mr criminal in the building man yeah what else we're gonna take some more calls shit oh yeah I'm, I'm loving these stories man you never know who's gonna call when criminals in the building <laughs> blockout podcast on right now are we doing over there danny we good shit What's that? Hey, dog, uh, on that track you did, you got a track with Nate, dog, huh? Yes, sir. Were you, were you in studio with him when you Hell did yeah. that? Hell yeah. Damn, what was that like? It was one of the best moments of my life. I'll never forget, like, we were killing it so hard with uh, the street sales and high power back in the days that uh -huh. uh, the homie Capone, I still remember the day where I was at. I remember, like, seeing him get his big singles and shit, and you're just, like, watching, like, in amazement, like, fuck, this is dope, you know? Uh -huh. And I'll never forget the phone call. It was, like, it was a life-changing day. Unknown like, caller. He's like, I believe in your shit so much. You're selling so much. You're killing it out here. Number one seller in the Chicano rap shit right now. Yeah. I'm going to get you a feature with Nate Dog. Get ready. Get a track for fingers. I'm going to pay for it. And uh, you, you're next. You're following me. We're going we're gonna to service the radio. So I wrote, I wrote the track. I'll never forget. I came up with the, the whole hook when I was taking a shower right after the conversation. Mm -hmm. So then uh, I got in the studio with Fingers. I sung him the hook and then he started making the beat. Mm -hmm. Nate Dog pulled up and he's like, you guys got an idea and I had the whole hook and I felt like I like froze up in front of him. I was like, fuck, I, I got to sing the Nate Dog." Like, I'm like, well, this is how it sounds and I sung it and I'll never forget, he looked at me hella serious and he was like, you wrote that? And his eyebrows went down and I was like, fuck, he's about to slam me, homie. This is whack, you know? And I go, yeah, homie. That shit's hard. He Dang. goes, let me take that. He goes, I ain't going to change nothing. I'm going to sing it just like that. The way you did it was hard. And he goes, boom, put that shit on fingers, boom. And then uh, he was feeling it, feeling it, feeling it. He goes, hey, is there, a, is there a part on this verse where I could just spit like some extra shit? I just want to do my own shit. And then I was like, boom. And that's when he did the bridge, like something about you, yeah. mommy. And at the end, he was like the Nate Dog criminal. Like, and Fingers like, this motherfucker was feeling your shit. Because he did everybody else's shit just a quick hook. Is this out. Nate Dog we talking yeah, about? Yeah, Nate Dog. Nate Dog, rest in peace. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, I never got to connect. But speaking of Demiza earlier, like I was speaking of the cat that used to run Power 106, he had a good relationship with him. I don't know what it is. And it always, uh, you know, I always wish that. I had a chance to hear his conversation, but before he passed, he was trying to reach out to me, and I don't know what it was about. And I guess the miserable was like, he's really trying to get a hold of you. I don't know. I never Damn. Know. Yeah. Sucks. But yeah, I fuck with his sons, you know, and hell. Uh -huh. He's doing his thing. We got a track together. We got a yeah. dope ass video. Uh, little Nate Dog, you know, that's the homeboy from P Town. You know, you know how we do it. Shout outs to uh, exclusive shot that. He's a, a local video. I think he shot that Empire Roll Call, right? Yeah. yeah. He says, uh, much love and respect to the crime family. Hey, we were just with him the other day, homie. Shout out right back to him. That, that dude got some talent. That, yeah. that, that dude's got some real talent behind that camera, homie. That's what's up, sure. man. By the way, I just... 
I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Bubba just slid me the joint right now, man. <laughs> Smoke DM. Yeah. Mama, if you watch it, turn off right now. Turn it off right now. Exclusive is shooting a lot of shit from my homeboy Big Tense. Make sure you guys check out the homie Big Tense new music videos. Yeah. Big Tense, follow Big Tense, follow Crazy Boy, follow Blue Rask, follow Manny Castillo, follow fuck the whole label Critical, his baby girl, Street Visuals. We on fire. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to IE, man, right there. You named a lot of those artists. You fuck with Dog Doggy Style or You know it's funny, I ran into Doggy Style, uh we were at the beach, right, baby? We were at, like, uh, I think it was Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach, right? We are on Main Street, and I hit the corner, and I seen a gang of Chris standing on the corner. I was like, what's cracking, you know? And one of them was like, Mr. Criminal. And I turned around, what the fuck? And it was this big old tall cat. And I was like, oh, that looks like that rapper fool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's up, homie? He's like, doggy style. What's cracking, homie? You a legend. He was like, showing all kinds of love. Like, That's what's love? up. Yeah. Shit, dude. Who else? Who else? Who else? We were just at Sav did it the other day, Sav, huh? Sav, yeah. You ever heard of Sav Dead? Yeah, Sav he Dead? be coming to the studio. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, dope. he has a good relationship with Critical, and yeah. he produces a lot for the homeboy uh, Big Temps. Like I said, his new yeah. album, a lot of uh, Big Temps' new album is going to be half produced by Critical, half produced by Sav Diddy. Yeah. And I like his studio. I like the way he carries himself. He came to the studio. He was a real cool cat. I like the way he, he works. So. Okay. I'm just real, I'm real loyal, like... People have been sending me beats for like the last two years, and I'm, I'm just telling everybody, no disrespect, but I'm only rapping on critical shit. If it ain't critical, I'm not rapping on it. It's yeah, crazy. critical is dope. I've, I haven't been over there, but what I've heard, everything is pretty, pretty the solid. Most, the most versatile yeah. producer in the game right now, I gotta say, hands yeah. down. I ain't nobody fucking with him. I put money on it. I was telling him the other day in the studio, wasn't I? I was like, we should do a challenge, call out everybody on the West Coast on some friendly competition. Yeah. Like me, MC, you on the fucking producer, let's call out somebody's. Uh, MC and the producer, let's go. Let's do it. We'll do it right here on the block out. Hello! Come on. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do bring your beat machines, bring your mics. Because that's what it's supposed to be about, right? Music. Yeah. Everybody gets lost in all this bullshit. Doja Cat with their bunions and corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking artists get in on podcasts and just the number one that they way that they could get any type of attention is disrespecting someone and talking about another yeah. man. Like, fuck all that. I, I feel Stop you on that. Stop being a fucking Heine and make some good music. You know what I mean? <laughs> music and podcast too, man. I, I got to say, people expect me to come on here and, and I'm not the dude to go fishing for drama. Yeah. I'll let you do that. This this is your platform. You got your own mic. I got mine. Do right. you want to tell all? Go right. ahead, homie. Right. Yep. But it's once it's in the universe, it's in the universe. And you got to back up what you say. Absolutely. 100%. That's why it's better to just be a, a good energy, good soul, good spirit. Yeah. It, the world always pays that back. And, and and in my lifetime, the people, and I'm speaking in an experience, when I was giving out that good bad energy, it always came back. You know right. So, so you get what you give. Get what you give, homie. That's what's up, man. We in here. Block out. Let's take another call. Please help me out. I'm feeling the effects of the high. Who? What do we smoke, Bubba? I, I, I smoke. What's up, brother? And call me a one hit quitter. Who's this? Where you calling from? From fucking uh, Nebraska, homie. Nebraska. Fucking Nebraska. Hell yeah. What's up, homie? Is that a You're city, on... homie? Fucking Nebraska or what? Hey, what's up, Mister Criminal, homie? Hey, what's right. up, homie? Where, where are we talking to in fucking Nebraska? Hey, carnal. Hey, man. That don't matter, homie. Just keep it down <laughs> here, homie. Hey, much love, homie. What, what, what's cracking? How you doing out there? It's bet it's cold as fuck, huh? Hey, well, hey I can't believe I got a fucking dog. Hold on, you motherfucker. Hey, carnal. Hey, homie. When you gonna bring on another fucking hit with Mr. Krimmer, with uh, Mr. Capone, homie? Shit, we'll see. I keep getting asked that tonight, so maybe maybe that'll be a conversation that gets gets played out in real in the real world. We'll see. Ponte una, call it how we see it. Part right. two. That's right. That's right. I like the idea, homie. Maybe we'll do it and give you some fucking publishing credit on that shit. That's what's up. Hey, wait, Simon, homie, that be fucking chingona la verga. When you gonna come down to fucking Colorado? 
Colorado or Nebraska? Let me make up your fucking mind. Where are you at? No. I'm in Nebraska, but you ain't even come out here to Nebraska. Uh, I'm gonna be back in Colorado soon, homie. We're gonna be about. Uh, we got some shows out in Pueblo, Colorado Springs, and Denver. Hit up the homie Dank One. He's putting them together. Hey, thanks for tapping in, man. Hold on a second. I think I gotta take a break. Seriously. <laughs> Bathroom break or yeah. smoke break? Or I don't <laughs> normally take a break, but I gotta take a break. All right. Criminal. Yes, sir. Excuse me for a second. It's all right. Good, homie. I'm gonna roll something up. Talk to Blocky Here real we quick. go. We can continue the convo. The Combinate Ramsey. Shout out to Jaime. He just hit uh, 20 bucks in the super chat. Yeah, I saw that. Shout out to Jaime. <laughs> Danny, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Um, if you guys haven't already yet, yeah, hit that subscribe button for sure. Um, I know you guys can't see me, but you guys can for sure hear me. Hit the hit the subscribe button. Let everybody know. Share this. Um, once we get everything out, then, you know, you guys can just go ahead and share, man. We're, we're on the road for sure to, to, to a big number, so... Um, it's only going to get better from here on out. So thank you guys for, for always tapping in and showing love. Hell yeah. Mm. Freshly ground right now. <laughs> we got old. Mr. Criminal. Damn. Uh, how long, how long have we been running? Uh, we've been doing it for 2.22. We can stand by for a little bit. For how long? 2.22. Two okay, 2.22 is how long That's we've been running. So trip out on this. Good vibes. Me, my, my producer been getting on this like number shit teaching us at the studio numbers uh -huh. and my wife was telling him that she's been seeing the number 222 all the time her birthday's 222 oh, we've been seeing shit. it ever since she pointed that shit out I swear it's been everywhere my numbers of like likes I see 2222 I see Sick. my followers on this or this this and that now you just mentioned that shit we, we saw that shit like three times today alone yo <laughs> good vibes that's, yeah. that's nothing but good Supposed to be some good shit. shit. So, um, mm -hmm. what you gonna do on her birthday? Two twenty-two special, special last day. I just wanna know if you're high, Craig. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's a secret. I can't expose. Oh, that's sweet though. No, much love. The, that's a secret. It's magical. It's bound to be magical. Yeah, we always do some dope shit though. Me and her, we're like always riding together. So no matter what, we always do some cool shit. Hell yeah, no matter what it is, it's a vibe. We could just be fucking broke down somewhere. I mean, we don't be broke down, but I mean, I'm just saying figuratively. Yeah. We just could be chilling. stuck somewhere broke, fuck up. No matter what, we're going to have a good time. Yep. That's what it's about. That's what we were talking about yesterday, too, Like, because we went to this little bar in Pomona. Yeah. And then uh, it was it was just, it was just dead, dog. And uh, it was just me, her, and the homie Moons, and yeah. Tomas. And it was just us four, but we were all having a good time and shit, like the vibe. And then she was like, it's pretty crazy how this place is empty, but... We're still having a good still time and shit, you know. Out. Like all of us were just drinking beers, just chill. And I was like, it's it's the vibe, it's whoever you bring and shit. It's true shit. Like, you know, it's like with me and my girl too. Same shit. When we go out, it's just our vibe. Like, oh, give yeah. me a beer, fuck it, let's get a beer. Boy, let's take a shot. I'm down. I'm down. That's what it is. So, Speaking of, shit. <laughs> what happened? You good or what? <laughs> If you know, you know, man. I never do that shit. Hey. Just get up in the middle of nowhere, but he got a hey, all those fire emojis in the chat, homie. Starbucks right now, man, got me lit. Man. But I didn't want to leave the homie hanging like that. But I might get up frequently though, just so you'll know throw some water in my face, dog. God damn. Damn. My family cannabis mixed with the homie exhibit shit ain't no joke. <laughs> it's gonna be like that scene from Friday where he's tripping. Am I tripping? Nah. You smoking my shit? Dude? I smoke so much I don't even want to get in high. I just can't sit in one place. Yeah, no, I heard that. I don't get high. I know won't do it. Let me take a You fuck with dabs or anything or no? Yeah, not really, homie. No, just straight flower. I just smoke them. Yeah, what's your favorite strain? Criminology. Hey, <laughs> shoot it. We got somebody on the line. Who's this? 
Hey, what up, bro? Hey, why don't, why don't criminal go on Hoodstocks? Hoodstocks. Lucky, have you been invited to be on this platform? That sounded like the host. It sounded oh. like this deep ass word was great. Oh, he said you sound like <laughs> Lucky. Oh, hello? He hung up? He hung up. <laughs> I never been approached to be Probably honest. was him. Shit. Sound like him. Mm. I don't know. Shout out to Lucky Hoodstocks, man. Yeah, my homeboy uh, Iron Shark was just invited to be on there. I have a homie that's like doing training and he's like a bodybuilder type cat. Uh huh. That's my homeboy so for back in the days. And he, he just hit me up like, hey, Hoodstocks asked me to get on that shit. I was like, that's dope. That's the homie, man. We see, you know, support all. And, and, and Lucky does that definitely uh, put on for a lot of everybody out there. And he's doing extremely well. Him, Tony A, you know, Rodeo and Radio, man. Those, those are the homies right there, American there Cholo go. as well. I know my homie Dominator has a good relationship with Tony A. Dominator, yeah, yeah, 805 right there. That's my boy. Are you still there, caller? Hello? Yeah, I'm right here, ODM, looking like Craig, looking like Craig. Oh, my God, Why on President's Day, too, man? Uh, not that has anything to do with it, but I won't forget it. Yeah, man, I'm going to hit a quit yeah, over here, G. I, 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 I got a question for Mr. Criminal, man. Shoot it. And so I just want to know, I just want to know, well, how you doing, by the way, dog? I've, I've, I've been a fan of yours since I was like in high school. I'm 35 right now. Hey, that's love, homie. I'm doing but, great, um, homie. I'm blessed to be talking to you. What's popping? But um, I just want to know, what, what what's your opinion, dog? Like, why do you think, why do you think like alpha, like alpha rappers? Because I consider you like an alpha rapper, you know what I mean? Like in the Chicano game. So right. like. You're 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 an alpha rapper, you know. King Lil G's an alpha rapper, a few other ones too. But why do you think alpha rappers don't really like like work with each other? You know what I mean? Like they they always do features like with people that aren't as equal as them. You know what I mean? Like because I think it'd be dope for 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 like I mean, and and maybe you do have a song with King Lil G. I'm not too sure, but it, it's not really it's not really seen a lot when when like. Like popping rappers collab together. You I can know say mean? ego, I homie. Ego or what. I can say it's ego for sure. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna keep it one thousand. I remember uh, seeing an interview with King Little G when he was first coming up and like really getting getting popping, like really really popping. And he was saying that uh, yeah. if there's anybody that he wanted to work with, it was Pitbull and Mr. Criminal. And uh, I remember at that time I felt like, oh shit, that's dope. This this cat's coming up, and I should reach out. Damn. But kind of like kind of like that that being loyal to what I built in the brand. I'm like. Right. I kind of like the Ralph Barboza and George Lopez shit, right? Right, absolutely. But not on no hate or nothing. It was just like, that's cool. Shout out little homies doing his thing, but I'm doing my thing too, you know? So I think it's just a little ego. I don't think yeah, it's yeah. personal. I don't have no problems with the homie. We spoke. Uh, we've actually talked. He was trying to give me some shit where he produced and sent me a beat and shit. And it just communication, uh, you know, ended up fizzling through. Yeah, and... and it's and I kind, of, I kind of figured that too. You, I, I kind of figured it was something like that too, but it's just... It seems like like if I were to ask King Lil G the question, he probably he probably say kind of a similar thing. But it just seems like we can't get over that hump of that ego. You know, yeah, that's what, I mean? what we're trying to do right now, homie. I'm, I'm trying to lead by example, and that's why I'm in this podcast right now. That's why I'm chilling with the homie. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that by us doing Hell shit yeah. like this demonstrates that we can get together. Me speaking to someone like Royal T, like I said, there was some real real shit that went on oh, behind yeah, the yeah. scenes back yep. in the days. Like I never thought I would have a conversation with him. Same shit with Conejo, you know, like we yeah, were yeah, standing yeah. on a movie together. So there are moments where we could we could get past our shit, be men, and come together and get this bag. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to King Little Jim. Hell yeah, hell homies, yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a good answer, man. Thank you for answering that. Hey, o ODM, I got a question for you. You ever heard, do you remember the Aztec tribe from SD? Yeah, man. Shout out to Rudy and everybody out there. I heard they're still doing their thing. 
Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. I just wanted to know if you if you knew about him because I would hear stories about you guys coming to SD all the time and fucking with him. Yeah, Aztec Tribe. Heavy, man. We, even when we weren't, like, doing shows out there, we were out there just partying it up, man. There was some cool people. I've been there out there a few times, man, mess with them. Hell yeah. All right, fellas, you guys have a good night, all right? Thank you, bro. Much love. Take care, man. Hold on, Craig. <laughs> I'm trying to sustain myself right now, criminal man. How do you do it, man? You take yourself back to 13 when so, you had that first. So, someone's going to have week. to drive him home. <laughs> I, I just love this shit. I smoke. This is just how I function, you know? No, Bubba will, will get It's normal right. to me. It's like inhaling oxygen. Bro, that's so relatable how you said, like, you smoke all the time that like, you don't even get faded. Like, yeah. that's how I've been lately. Yeah. I've been smoking <laughs> a lot lately. Yeah. Like every day, and, like, and fucking. I'm complete opposite of the stereotype when people smoke. Like I can smoke, and then I'm the opposite. I won't eat for like a day. I'm just so into my hustle. I'm so into the grind. I see some of my homeboys are smoking. They'll get stuck on my studio couch. Like, Give me some Doritos. Like, yeah. fuck this. Get your ass up, homie. Yeah. Do something. Shit. I don't like that shit. Yeah, I'm not like, active. I'm not a lazy dude. I got ADHD. I think that shit kind of evens me out. Because if not, I'll be bouncing mm. off the you, know, you, know? you got yeah. shit to do, so like it helps it out. At least yeah. for me, that's how I feel. That's it. That shit keeps me going. It just evens it out. So you, you know? don't feel like you fucking, you're going crazy in your mind because you want to do a thousand things at once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's me right now, man. <laughs> that's me right now. I don't know why. Maybe it's the opposite effect. I'm just going to take another call right now. What do you say? You hear my phone ring? <laughs> my hell no. I think it's Arizona. <laughs> Tucson, you're on the blackout. It's Leatherface. What's up, Leatherface? What's going on, man? What's happening? Hey, man, I'm just getting this fucking contact high just watching the podcast. Jeez. One of many. <laughs> Hi, what's up, criminal? What's cracking, homie? Much love. Take this hit, big dog. <laughs> what's up, Bessie? He's hey, I just had a question for you, homie. Um, uh, are you considering, like, putting out... Maybe some vinyl, you know what I mean? Like your albums on vinyl or hard copies again, like CDs. You know, I'm really big into that, so I'm wondering if, if you're going to be putting anything like that out. You know, it's funny you say that. I've been putting out CDs and physical copies so long, and we fucking put out an album, and it gets so overwhelming. Me and my lady will be, like, in the damn studio. We have a whole team together, Roseland Records, when we were doing the Redemption album, like the whole damn bottom was flooded. It's a big responsibility to fill that shit. So many orders come in, we sell out like crazy. I just figured it was better these days to keep that shit exclusive. We've been doing so many physical copies for so many years. Mm. Start start investing more in the physical in the streams, and I think it's working. Last year we did like uh, 57 million streams on, on on three platforms and like a gang of more on, on like YouTube and the whole shit. So the shit's starting to work. And that's so. put like you money towards like available. Like if somebody wanted that. You know what? We are going to have a limited edition special item that's going to be coming soon on the website. So just stay tuned. It's going to be coming with God Got Me. I don't want to say no more than that. Keep on. And then I just have one more question for you, homie. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if in the past you ever worked with Shadow, but like I've been bumping your shit since the beginning, also Shadow. And I always thought that you two, that would be a dope-ass collaboration mm. right there. That's funny you say so that, I homie. I was wondering if you ever did or if you would in the future. You know, it's funny. Me and Shadow spoke a lot. And, uh, that was one person I'm gonna keep it that that shit real. Uh, that I I always respected. Like I always thought Shadow was one of the hardest motherfuckers that ever hit the microphone with brown skin. Straight up, I I keep it real. Hey, and, uh, growing up, I didn't really feel like very many people had his uh, talent or, or capacity to like spit like him. So I think he's dope as fuck, and I I never uh never would be not open to doing some shit with a legend like Shadow. So do you think it's a possibility for the future? Ah oh, man, that's the homie. That's the boy. Me, phone call away. DM away. 
Man, I'm gonna I'm hit the homie shadow just to say what's up when we're done with this, just because you said that. Hell yeah, homie. All right, Leatherface, thanks for uh, tapping in, bro. Watching every week. Hey, thanks. You guys have a good night. You too, man. Hey, guess who just dropped right now 20, man, on us? Bobby Abundis. Man, my motherfucking homie Bobby Lie. That's my boy. That's my brother. I took that dude. He took me to places I never thought I could be with my album cover. He shot my first cover. He believed in me. He took extra time, extra love, extra attention. Close his office, sit with me, yeah. put me in his magazine. I will never forget the love that that dude showed me. Would never even want to charge me for covers. Mm. Never want to even charge me for my bus design. Like, just a really good-hearted dude. Like, I consider him, like, one of my brothers in this game. Like, fuck music friends, fuck all that. Yeah. Like, if he needed me on some real shit, I'm, I'm there right now. If you yeah. call me right now, like, hey, dog, I, I'm there. That's how Bobby is, man. And Bobby's good people. Bobby's just like, and it, obviously he was doing a lot back then. He was, you know, open, giving job opportunities to homies too as well. Graphic designer, like you said, videographer. We had many, many parties over there. You know, I went yeah. down over there at the spot. But, uh, man, Bobby's still doing it. He just had, a, uh, I think, a uh, baby boy, man. Yeah, he did. Reason, yeah, right? he did. Yeah. yeah, congratulations to him and his beautiful wife, his whole family, everybody, his tias, his uncle. I, I know the family good. His primo, fucking uh, Dave, everybody, you know. I got a lot of love for the homie Bobby. That's what's up, dude. Thanks for tapping in. Woo-wee. Come on, man. Help me out over <laughs> and, here. And, and the highlight the is, host with the most. The homie Bobby was <laughs> the highlight. The homie Bobby was another person I could highlight that, that, that got a lot of success at one point and was sharing it. And I didn't see him hold on to it. He was mm. open office. Hey, you could design here. I'm going to give you a desk. I'm going to give you a computer. Yep. I'm going to let you do this. I'm going to put you on like real motherfucker. You know? Yeah. Straight up. And you knew, legitly supported, right? Yeah. The project. 100%, 100%. All the time, man. Shout out to everybody in the super chat. Public Enemy, Jorge Bravo, Derek Mallory. What's up, dude? I got a funny story about Bobby. I want to tell you this. So I took Bobby and my homeboy Silent. We had a tour. This is Europe. Bobby from Live? Yeah, or? yeah, Bobby from Live. Okay. So he, he went with us to Europe. So we went to Madrid, uh, Ibiza, the island of Ibiza. Mm -hmm. And we did uh, Barcelona, three shows out there, right? So we're going. My homeboy Silent. Remember you were talking about going to Japan and slang yeah. and shit, right? Yeah. My homeboy had Silent had this genius idea to bring like four fucking suitcases full of shit. He didn't want to check them in. So we get to fucking from Madrid to, to Barcelona or Barcelona to Madrid. We're on the flight. I'll never forget this the day I die. And they're like, sir, you can't get on the fucking plane with all these bags. I mean, like, this is way too much. We're about to charge you 250 per bag. So it's going to be like a thousand bucks for these four bags. My homeboy started throwing up all his fucking socks away, all his white shit. I'm talking, yeah, Cascades, Ben Davis, Cowboy jerseys, Raider jersey. He was just throwing them on, putting, this motherfucker had on like 20 pairs of clothes. Oh, shit. On everything, looking like one of those, like attack dog <laughs> suits. And my homie Bobby is such a rider and had his back. I was standing there like, that was your fucking choice, homie. You want to come with this shit and yeah. handle Bobby was right there throwing his shit down, putting on sweaters, putting on shit, sweating. I'm like, damn, that's a real much Helping the homie out, man. Helping the homie out. But that's one of the funniest fucking stories. We're getting in the plane and the fools look like the canine attack dummies. And I'm like, these fools are out of control, homie. Mr. Criminal up in here. Throw that number. Oh, we got it pinned still. 951-293-4180. Just sitting in here literally getting high this evening on President's Day. La Blaquiana, how we feeling over there? Pretty good. I'm getting the munchies, though. So. Are you? <laughs> about to ask for a menu. <laughs> that low, you, you want me to pass it over there? No, no. We're not doing that no more. <laughs> we're not doing that. So I got to drive home, cabron. <laughs> hey, you, you hungry, bro? You know we're at a taco spot, right? Yeah, I'm good right now, big dog. You guys good? I'm good. I appreciate good, it. I appreciate it. You'll make will, it like will, in five minutes. I will take some before I go, though. I'm just right now. I'm just in the zone, you know? Yeah. 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 We're just chilling. Everything cool? Everything's hella cool. Shit, man. Let me take another call. Yeah, we got a bottle right there. 
Shit, <laughs> it's been there. Shit, I just noticed been that chilling. shit. Look at Let's that. Uh, man. Nah, I'm straight. I'll bounce you out, dog. Yeah. Nah, I won't. I don't, I don't believe, I don't trust you, Moons. Awa. It will. Let's call the phone lines. Hello, you're on the block out. Hello. What's up? Who's this? Uh, criminal. Yo, yo. Okay. Hey, what's up? You still got your iPhone or what? You said what now? You still have your iPhone? What do you mean do I still got my iPhone? What, what kind of question is that? You don't remember? <laughs> this is 714 Custom. Ah, uh, what's up, homie? I, <laughs> uh, you stole my iPhone, motherfucker. I'm looking yeah, for my fucking yeah. iPhone, homie. I'm gonna need my shit. I'm gonna slap the shit out of somebody. Yeah. What's cracking, homie, with your whack ass Android? <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I've been blessed, homie. How you doing? This is the homie 714 Custom. Shout out to the homie. He pulled up with his whole car club when we do uh, our, our, our annual toy drive. We missed the last okay. one, but the, the last one before that. Uh, we did our toy drive and they came through thick. Venice Beach, Riverside, we were going yeah. all over just handing out toys to the community and they pulled up in all their dope ass cars. That's what's up. Badass fucking chargers, big ass fucking tires, all that shit, doing donuts and burnouts. Shout out to the homies. I love your, man, I love that, your memory, man. Because some, some people don't remember that. Like when I'm somewhere, they some, hey, man, yeah, man. And I see you shouting out like screen names These and all that. These are the people that helped me become who I am. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that toy drive successfully without the homeboy and his people. Straight yeah. up. That wasn't me by myself. That's right. That was him, his people, my homeboy. It's, 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 it's a collaborative effort. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So shout out to him and his whole people, the whole 714 Customs crew. There you go, bro. Mr. Criminal, you heard it first. Uh, Take care, brother. Have a good night, man. Shoot. All right. Let's see who else we got up in here. Scandalous music. What's up? He said, "Take a shot, Moons. Come on, man." Hey, he's pouring he pour it up right now. I'm nah, straight. I'm good. I want to. I turn into the the yeah. wolf when I take shots. <laughs> the wolf. I start I start getting fucking hair starts coming out of my forehead. <laughs> shit, I'll get one. You don't want to see I'm that? Down. I get fangs and shit. <laughs> it ain't a full moon tonight. I'm gonna so hit the gym after this. More shit. of a smoker than a drinker, then. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm stupid when I drink. Yeah. I got problems. I got problems. <laughs> It's good I'd rather you know not. That. Yeah, yeah, I stay away from shit that's not good for me. Man, that's why I'm with this weed right now, man. <laughs> I keep going back to it, but nah. We're, we're building your tolerance, oh. Nah. <laughs> hey, last time you hit the blunt, me and Danny were cool. Remember? You we, guys? Yeah, we came back from we were from Oxnard. Where, uh, Where were we at? The show. The all oh, the Jimmy Reyes thing. Oh yeah, we're at the, Jimmy's yeah. party. Oh. Uh, you hit the blunt, we were outside, you were cool. It really it wasn't. It was already. He must have been some weak ass weed. Like this shit I just hit right now. Whatever that was. Different different level. I mean, one hit a quitter, bro. Was the same kind, no? Yeah. Huh? I think I think it's the same weed Danny had. Yeah. It's um. Got some fire. But see, you was over there mellow right now hitting switches. See, I'm over here running your leg like I'm ready to go run. Yeah, maybe I don't know. See, see the backward effects it had. Probably some wrong shit. I don't it's know. Ma it's making you active. Latin active. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. Don't give me that voice now, son. Take a breath. Roll with it. Yeah. What, what, what's up with the tour life, man? You got any shows coming up? You know, I was going crazy on the shows. I was doing like a nutty ass fucking world tour right before the coronavirus happened. And then the coronavirus happened. I was just about to do uh, New Zealand, Australia, Hong Kong, and Moscow, Russia. Damn. Right, 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 right when the fucking corona hit. So I had to send back deposits and start, like, you know, canceling these shows. Yeah. I don't know what it is, bro. I, I, I built my studios. I learned how to get it without having to go on tour. 
and I learned how to really, really take advantage of the digital push and the being able to be independent and self-sufficient without having to get out there. Yeah. It, it was cool, man. I built that shit up, and now it's getting, like, very comfortable. Like, people hit me up for shows. I'm like, nah, I might not want to go out this one. Yeah, man. Shit, like I got options. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if you don't need to be out there, you don't need to be out there. I've been working so hard sometimes. Like, I got a line in my new album, uh, God Got Me. I go, post it up this year. Ain't doing no shows or features. Post it up, watching sunsets, inspiration from the beaches. Like, as I'm in a different place mentally now, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just... I'm thinking about investments. I'm thinking about future. I'm thinking about properties. I'm thinking about buying just just things that could put my future generations on. I want to be one of them dudes that's like, my great-grandpa did this shit, built all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So investing in property, too, as well? I'm trying to invest in everything. Yeah. Everything under the sun, homie. Yeah. And make some money back. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. And between you and your wife, you guys manage everything you do? Everything. She's my co-CEO. And we ride together. That's my writer girl. Hell yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Heard that. Hell yeah. We got we got Impalas that that twin Impalas. So she got a sixty two. I yeah. got a sixty three. We got twin Mercedes's. I got the I got we both got GLEs. I got the the the, the truck. She got the car. Like we just do dope shit. Damn. You guys ever go um like to the desert you guys do like off-roading or anything i mean i know it sounds crazy but it's like crazy i got i got three quads yeah and i wish i would use them more but i i used to fuck around and do all that shit and go up all these mountains and crazy shit around here but yeah i just been so focused on the hustle bro did you ever uh, buy an rv i've had like three is that right yeah for the tours tours and personal family yeah. life i took my family up and down the coast and yeah. had very many dope dope vacations throughout my life and just show my kids some dope shit that i never seen you know Learning as I'm going, taking off mirrors at the fucking San Francisco Bridge, fucking all kinds of <laughs> shaking shit. Taking off mirrors? Yeah, I was trying to look, 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 here's my pop. Oh, God shit. damn it, fucking mirrors, fuck it. On Santa Monica right there, leaving the fucking Malibu, bah, sideswiped by a fucking uh, big old Dang. truck, double truck. Fuck my whole awning up. This is like some funny shit. <laughs> Dude. Did they see it though? <laughs> yeah, it's some funny Were shit. You, could you drive the motherfucker good though? Or what? I mean, I learned. Yeah, I never had an RV. I never drove an RV till I bought it. I never drove a boat till I bought one. I never drove a, a quad until I bought one. I just bought these motherfuckers and went head deep. Yeah, you know, my homeboys were in the middle of the ocean fishing in a fucking lake boat. Didn't even know. Almost flipped and fucking died one time. Oh, just because I'm so <laughs> determined. I'm like, fuck it, dog. We out here. And I had to go buy another fucking uh, ocean boat. You know, an ocean boat. Yeah, I got a badass boat right now. It's a custom hey. commander. It's a fucking commander. ridiculous. Yeah. What about 23, 24? 30, 35, 36, 35. some shit like that. Big one, okay. Yeah. yeah. How many boats have you owned? I'm on my fourth one. Yeah, I had a I had an 18-foot scarab when I was like 21, 22. We used to pull that motherfucker on the Escalade. I used to crash and shit and on the way of drunk and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I got uh, uh, like a family one, like a because that one was a two-seater, like a race boat. Mm. And I got like a family one that you could take the family out. And we used to go with my homies and be deep as fuck with all our kids and just dope memories, you know? And yeah. then I got an ocean boat, which was my first Bayliner. That was like a 19-footer. And then I got the one I got now, which was like a fucking, just a dope, like a dream come true boat. What do, what do you enjoy out of all of them? Like boating or RVing or... or Shit, I just I love living, homie. I'm just glad to be alive every day, to yeah. be honest with you. And the way that I, like I said, I still feel my homie's struggles. I feel, I'm still in touch with my homies every day that... That are still locked up and, and still facing those moments. Yeah. So I, I appreciate every day, dog. I wake up every day and the first thing I do before social media, before everything, I sit there and I just pray for a minute. I go to the gym. I don't know. Most everybody's on their headphones. I sit there and just meditate and I thank God for all my blessings for like hours sometimes, you know? 
Hell yeah, man. Such a genuine guy, man. I'm telling you. This the homie right here. I, I see you differently now that I'm high, man. It's even better, bro. The effects. That's dope. It intensive, man. I'm it's telling you. Y'all 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 I'm on your guys' level right now, and I wasn't trying to be, fuckers. <laughs> That's good, bro. You'll sober up in like a couple minutes. Yeah, okay. That's why this fool's doing this purposely, Bubba. <laughs> sitting right here. It's just coming this way, man. Nah, the balance is there. Pass oh, you're shit. high? Mr. Criminal's grounded. He's like, he, you know. Right? Yeah. I'll put you guys on my shit. What's, What's up? Yeah. Hey. All the way live. Blackout Podcast. Hey. Yes, sir. That's baby girl in the back. Happy birthday, girl. Come Happy on. birthday. Yeah, that's how we do it. Shots for... Uh, but happy birthday. <laughs> All right, we'll take a couple more calls right here. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to get up and drink some water, eat some tacos, man. Bubba. <laughs> Guiding. Put the number on. We got it. 951-293-4180. Talk to Mr. Criminal. We got stories. We got memories. And my man's giving business advice. He's doing it all, man. You know, he's been doing it, man. The, the love, bro. We've been getting so many calls. Everybody just like. It fucks with you, dude. I mean, you have somebody fly from Sacramento to Japan just to come see you. That's fucking love. Huh? Like, that's there's plenty of shows here, but you, you know, that's, that, why I don't that's dope. These people, man, it changed my life. I mean, I'll never forget every single person that that supported my music since them days in juvenile hall. I still remember the first homie that was across from me in my isolation cell. They used to be like, "Damn, homie, you could spit." I be yeah. the windows busting, you know. And they'd be like, "Damn, homie, say that shit louder, homie." I'll be in the vents rapping that shit, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. That story you said about when you were in isolation, man, and you was in there for uh, how long were you? Well, well, just different times spread out. I was locked yeah. up nine times. I was a warden of the state since I was like 11, 12. I got caught for like my first robbery and like burglary and fucking commercial burglary, like all this shit trespassing and breaking and entering. All by the time I was like 12. Oh, yeah, that's when you discovered uh, was rapping, right? Though. Yeah, in- I, I started rapping in jail. That's how I had to pass my time. I was a hyper-ass kid. So I'd be stuck in isolation because i fucking start fighting kids and shit. So instead of being, like, in general, like, the dorm and shit, yeah. they sent me in the cell, like, 20, 24 hours a day, like, just let you out for the restroom. So, I mean, as a 12, 13-year-old kid, what are you going to do, you know? Like, I, I just start reciting lyrics in my head from, like, artists. Yeah. And then, like, over time, I start coming up with my own shit. Damn. Man, you ain't got nothing so, to do. Just sit there and think, huh? That's it. Did you I mean, start meditating then, too, or...? I mean, nah, I don't Not think yet. I was, I wasn't at that level mentally. I was just a little fucking immature, hyper-ass kid <laughs> that wanted to fight everybody. And I was just trying to remember every Tupac, Too Short, Ice Cube, NWA song I could remember. That's how I passed time, because I just remember, like, the sun coming up, they serve you breakfast with them fucking crushed up ass fucking eggshells in your eggs. Damn. Oh, and then, and shit. And I just remember literally rapping until they told us we had to go to sleep and turn out the lights, because there was nothing, we don't have no TV, no books, no nothing. Damn. Just in a little cell fucking with the... The food, oh, yeah. though. Yeah, that shit was whack. We got... <laughs> we went to jail with TJ, man. I don't know if we ever told you the story. There were 16 of us with slow pain. Paddy wagon. Dude, we were doing the show, and then they they just scooped us all up for some reason. For whatever Because <laughs> they reason. wanted fucking money. Yeah, bro. Well, three days, we were locked right there in TJ jail. Man, that was the worst oh, Damn. Man, you situation, <laughs> man. So about the food, they would just bring buy some of this soggy-ass cereal. You know, and then they let you, uh, they took everything pretty much you were wearing, but they let you keep your money. I mean, I mean, we got our clothes on, but I'm saying like shoelaces or belts and all, whatever. Just as weapons or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and they would let you keep your money. So they would try to charge for this soggy ass cereal, man. And I was just like, man, this is, I didn't even eat out of 102 fever. 
Abdita would see screaming at the top of his lung. He was that dude, guard, you know what I'm saying? But, and because um, he was just, he was anxiety. Yeah. And I was like, dude, just relax. You're like, you know, we'll get out. We'll, so, you know, something will happen. It took a few days. But that, yeah, that was my story right there. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Memories. Someone says snapping fingers to get a tempo. Was that you? Take the call. In isolation? Or nah, I used acapella? to bang on the walls. Oh, shit. Girl, she used to bang on the walls. That'll do it. Hello. That's why when I heard Sugar Free shit, I was like, hey, he's a real one. <laughs> it hello, hello. Yeah. Felt good, You're on the Blackout Podcast with Mr. Criminal. Hey, what's up, Blackout? What's up, what OBM? Up? What's up, homie? Feeling what's good. That's right, bro. Where's Crimes at? Where's Criminal at? Yo, yo, what's cracking? What's cracking? Hey, what's cracking, my boy Fog, dog? It's probably the only time I ever get to talk to you in his lifetime. Hey, my favorite album, dog? Fucking that organized crime, baby. That's just a classic. That's right, big dog. I appreciate that long time love. That's a classic, huh? boy. That's a classic, dog. That album never gets old, my boy. I don't know why it's not on Apple iTunes, but uh, that shit never gets old, dog. My, Man, I appreciate my that. Stereo. That's fucking love, homie. I yeah, dog. Hey, well, much that. love and respect, crime, homie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling, bro. Damn, dog. I'm stuck like Chuck, man. I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> you guys want to hear some new shit? Yeah. Hell yeah. Can we bang you guys it? got some time or no? You want to plug in? You want a Bluetooth? So I'll just play it through. Whatever's, yeah. Go for no, fuck it. it. It'll go bang for loud it. as fuck like that. Yeah, you heard through the headphones. Yeah, I got to like disconnect. That. I'm going to give you guys a fucking... Uh, go on Bluetooth and then uh, it should be on the Roadcaster Pro. Let ODM get out. And then... Uh, you off? Oh? No, hold on. I see... Uh, what it's, did you say? Roadcaster? Yeah, go ahead. It should be under Roadcaster. Uh, check again. I just clicked up Bluetooth. There it is. Boom. Boom. All right, I'll let you know when you're good to go. Oh, yeah. Just turn the volume all the way up on your phone, and then I'll, I'll pod you up all the way over here. Cool. Is this God got me? See more. Yeah, it's the sound of this shit. Yeah. Produced by Critical, yeah. according to California Love. None of this shit's mixed. Mr. Criminal, Crime Family Entertainment. Only on the block out. Let's go, I'll baby. Put it on my song. We ain't going nowhere. Hard times taught me how to grind. Taught me my persistence when I was living so low. I put that on my soul. Remember scraping resin, living like a peasant. Now I'm only smoking a bomb and said they grow. I put that on my soul. Nights walking home alone for the back of them buses. To be in deep with the homies, posted up strapping the I put that on my soul. God bless the child that holds his own. I keep it a crumb and keep it a stone whenever I roam. I put that I'm on my soul. I'm the type that they think that that's most likely to lose. <laughs> with a name like Mr. Criminal, when the life didn't never choose. The color of my aura and my chakras likely. Only if they step out of path, they walk up in these Nike shoes let's go. they understand how deep my mind goes So let's concentrate Learn to rap in isolation, rap in the spots we used to come Now my dreams came true, so I sit back and concentrate Yeah, they still talking about me, but I call it hate Fuck. Call it fake, call it destiny, call it whatever you choose yeah. And they still calling me something, I guess, whatever they do Shit, thick skin, I don't bruise quick And every single thing in life is a lesson, so I ain't losing <laughs> shit Hard times taught me how to grind, taught me my persistence when I was living so low I put that on my soul. Remember scraping resin, living like a peasant. Now I'm only smoking a bomb and said they grow. I put that on my soul. Walking home alone for the back of them buses. To be in deep with the homies, posted up strapped in the club. I put that on my soul. God bless the child that holds his own. I keep it a crime and keep it a song whenever I roam. Can you I hear me? No pestilence can touch me. No arrow Hell comes near. Like the angel with God protects my life. And these are still. I know what smashes up them demons here. I know they try to stop me, but they can't. I'm calling out God so I know they fear me. We dodge this love, but bad 
baptize in blood Most living sin pay back for the grudge I heard last week they blasted the plug He was just about to exit again, pay back with a slug Coming from his home, the evil cycle keeps circling We tatting ourselves like Egyptians, but what's the purpose in it? They did all that to plot and set up the vision And most of us rapping, but we don't know the true meaning of Christian Or Catholic, he said a Hail Mary right before we got blasted But he called himself evil, what a shame This shit I'm crazy, they just live with some rhymes and some ass I'm trying to keep my mind from busting under pressure when this mad Hard times. Yeah, some of my niggas. Ooh, man, I was just riding dope. with it, dude. This is dope. That's the way we come in 2023. All that shit not written. I swear to God, homie. I wish Critical was right here. The man plays me beats, like excited. Like, I just made these three beats for you, criminal. My wife's a, 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 a witness to this shit every night. He plays the track, and I swear I don't even get 30 seconds into it. I'm like, put that shit up. I got a hook already. It's fucking dope. It's that like, quick. That's why I call it God Got Me, because I'm not even coming up with this shit. It's just coming straight, like, straight out of my heart you know that's what i'm gonna play the the, the track god got me and i'm gonna stop playing music but i just want this one real quick no shit mr criminal and guess what we last him over with the bank baby they gonna hate on what I do But no matter what they watching on my moms You watch our floor paint house sweet food Smoking a sip of the bonus fruit So the jokes on school I've been down, I've been feeling kinda blue That's what I've been repping so I'ma keep it true Straight from the bottom to the top Left in the east lap So when yeah, that's what I'm talking about Hearing that they whispering Never will they be coming Jealousy turn the plots on this path They can't stop Still walking the blocks with a Glock But God got Usually the only Latino So they stare when in the lives flow took me worldwide Cause it's hot like what's hot Since I was a kid Of course they haters talk about me I call that street promotion I guess it's something about me That's heavily keeping me The topic of the discussion And I'm heavily heated If they try to stop me, I'm busting Probably got more people That hate them than love them But it's blessed by the one up above They hating them Fuck, fuck <laughs> they gonna hate on what I do But no matter what they watching on my mom See you watch out Floor pin house sweet sweet Smoking a sip of the bonus spoon So the jokes on school I've been down I've been feeling kinda blue That's what I've been rapping So I'ma keep it true Straight from the bottom to the top Laughing at these laps when I start Cause it's Hey What was the name of that one? That one's called God Got Me No actually that one's called The Jokes on You Mr. Criminal, is that uh, you on the talk box? That's me on the talk box. Damn, yeah, that shit was fun. going, man. We're just having fun, bro. And crim uh, critical is on the beat as well. Critical's always on the beat. Are you like, are you over his shoulder? Because I see you in the studio. Because uh, that's your shit. But I like executive um, producer wise, are you like over? So like over everything, or do you basically give him the whole idea and he puts it? I'll or is it a collective thing? It's you know? a collective thing. I'm not gonna ever take crit uh, credit from Critical. That that man is a hardworking dude. I can say when it comes to the studio, not very many could hang with my workflow, and that man fucking shows up every time. And, and not, I I work so many artists. And producers, they can't, they just complain, they make excuses. That dude's just boom, 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 checking yeah. away like it's a challenge. So, right. yeah, we're always together. When you see me over his shoulders, just because I have so much passion, I'm not the artist that's going to sit back. I'm like, turn this shit up, put this, this, is that. Right. Sometimes they look back at me like, fuck, but, you know, I've been doing this shit probably when he was like 10, 11 years old. So, right. I, not, not on no cocky shit, but just like, I, I have something to add to the flavor, too. And you guys bounce off each other. I Absolutely. mean, that's the way it works. Absolutely. Each one teach one. Sometimes, like, I'll give him some ideas. He'll look at me like, what the fuck is this we're talking about? But then he'll get the concept, and then he'll just kill that shit. And I'll just be like, wow. I there you go. I, I, that's why we work together. Teamwork, man. Yeah. Mr. Criminal up in here, man. Anything else, bro? This is dope, dog. Ailes and tracks are banging, bro. Man. I appreciate that, homes. Those are two more, of... About probably like 15, 16 new tracks. Okay. Yeah. Dope. And I've only been in a... 
the studio on these tracks, it'll be like the the way these songs are coming is I was recording so many love songs on the, on those three sessions. Yeah. That like after like the third song, I'll be like, hey, fool, pull up like some gangster shit. I need to get some other shit out of my chest, you know? And that's This is the type of music that's coming out of it. You don't stop, man. I love your hustle, bro. I love what you believe in. And actually, this is obviously the longest we've had a conversation together, man. Yeah. And it's great learning about you. Appreciate and uh, we appreciate you here, Block Out. Yeah. That's much love. Podcast, right man. Back at you, homies. And, yeah. and it's called, it's called the, the one that's out now is the Gangsta. Um, Gangsta Love, homie. Gangsta Love. Dedicated to my baby girl right here. Happy birthday. Uh, there it is, man. No. Damn. GD. Bubba. Yo. Anything else, brother? Any specials coming this, this week we want to talk about? Bubba Burger's coming out this week. Say it again. The Bubba Burger. It's a cream cheese pastrami burger with an egg in it. Say it, say it again. <laughs> cream cheese pastrami burger with some eggs in it. Uh, see, man. Watch out. We got the juiciest stuff here. We're going to send Criminal Home with the, with a to-go bag, bro, so you can ask, you know what I mean? That's love. You got to try Bubba's Tacos, man, for sure. <laughs> Let's go. What else, man? We got a show Friday. That's okay, Friday. please yeah. talk about it. This Friday, we're going to be in San Pedro. Live Shade of Brown, Lil Blackie. There's some openers on there. Make sure you pull up. Gamma Sucker. Block Out Podcast. Yep. Gamma Sucker. Punch Events. What's he got that long ass name? Sucker Punch Events. Yeah. He's throwing it. Make sure you get your tickets. Um, Yeah. See you there, San Pedro. Was it El Patron or something? What's it called? Uh, I don't know what the place is called. I just know it's in San Pedro. Yeah, it's a little club. Yeah. Just go to shopellasobi.com and it's got the Shout out to MC Poncho. Poncho. All right, we got Criminal Man. Thank you so much, bro. Again, man. Damn. I got to end this right now because I'm fucking, you know what I'm saying? We're going on three hours. I mean, shit, dude. This is probably one of our biggest ones right now. Much love to the chat. For sure, man. Still hella people in the chat, though. Yeah, they calling it everywhere, man. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Much love and respect from your homeboy, Mr. Criminal Westside. All right. It's at the Blockout Podcast, man, on social media. Please share this. This was an interesting one, man. You already know for many reasons. Man, good times, Mr. Criminal. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. We out. We out. We out. Blockout.